adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. This episode is brought to you by Smoky Mountain Collector Showcase, a show for all things collectible in the heart of the beautiful Smoky Mountains. The next show will be October the 1st from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for all the updates for this amazing show. Again, Smoky Mountain Collector Showcase. Welcome to the Nerdy Old Men Podcast, the greatest nerd geek and pop culture podcast in history, with your host, Redneck Wes. He keeps screwing up, people. And that old bald man, Chad. Come on, man. This is a fun place. Don't be a... <laughs> it is a fun place. It is. <laughs> Day two, Smoky Mountain Fan Fest. Yes, man. Here in Gatlinburg. We don't even know what's going to happen. We have no idea, it has been, but it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great... I mean, we had a great day yesterday, and thanks to everybody that came by and... That's true. ...jumped on the show and, and visited with us... Um, Got some good t-shirts. Got some good stuff lined up today. Gave out some stickers. Got all the awesomeness. So So it's you know it's 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 going to be a good time already. I can tell already. Looking forward to seeing. uh, I mean, because we've seen some amazing cosplays yesterday. We did. Uh, Yeah. Expecting some more today. Uh, Sounds like they've cranked the music up now, so we're ready to go. Got some stuff lined up today. I know we're going to grab our buddy Dan Payton, uh, author buddy. Uh, We're going to snatch him up at some point here in the near future, and we're going to get. Gonna see if we can pester Skyler over there at uh, Sage Lake, get him on here, and, and then some totally new guests um, that we, we talked to uh, yesterday, and we're gonna line them up today. So should be fun. I mean, and I, I, I've got to tell you, folks, uh, this is a good con. Yeah, this is our first year here. I had no I idea. Didn't know what we we're coming into. Nope, nope. They had a, they've got a fabulous guest list. So when they do this again next year, and I know they're going to. Um, Plan to come. Plan to come. Um, and they've got it laid out really nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. And so it's been – yesterday was steady uh, all day long. I mean, you didn't have, like, any bottlenecks or log jams no. cause you to have to wait. Yep. And it's already starting to get busy in here today. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. The um, I've been to a bunch of cons, and we've been to several uh, as a podcast. And i got to say, man, the, the, the people running this one and – yeah, even the, the celebrity attendees and everything, it's it's a very friendly place. It's very yeah. laid back. It's very well. I've been to I've been to a couple before that have not felt that way, uh, and this one does, uh, which is really awesome. And it, it's it's neat for us because we we've, we've made friends at different uh, conventions and run into them again. And run in here again, so it's like a, a big family reunion. Yep. So. so, folks, stay tuned and see what kind of crazy adventures Wes and I can get into today. Ah. Ah. It might be good, might be bad. We'll see. 
Hey guys, thanks uh, for hanging with us now. And uh, again, we've we've lucked out and, and found an actual celebrity that is willing to talk to us. <laughs> so, so that's twice this weekend, which is pretty impressive pretty for us. Yeah, we rolled some pretty good dice. Ellie, how are you? I am doing very well, thank you. I wouldn't say I'm a celebrity per se, but I'm very flattered that you consider me that well, way. Well, you, I mean, you are in a pretty significant film in, in this type of genre. Yes, this is true. <laughs> Why don't you tell our um, listeners what? <laughs> tell us what you were in. Yes, I was. I played young Lily Potter in uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. So. Outstanding. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, it was a gr- it was a great time. It was pretty surreal. I mean, it, I was ten when I filmed it, um, so being ten years old, being on a set of like two hundred plus people in a place on you know on the set where in the Great Hall where all of these very famous scenes are filmed it was a surreal experience. So, um, what was it like? I mean, I imagine you had you were familiar with the franchise before you went, and so what was that like being yeah, able to be so in that? I actually read the books before I'd ever auditioned. So my older brother read the books and I always, you know, you always like to copy what your siblings do. And so I grew up reading the books. So by the time I got the audition come through for Lily, I already knew, I'd already read the scene, The Prince's Tale, and I knew what they were looking for. So I was very, I mean, I just, I felt like I knew what, I knew who she was. So I went into it very much I was very confident. You're like, I, <laughs> I was know a, this. I was, yeah, I was also a very ballsy kid. Like, yeah. I just went for it. Um, so, you know, we had the initial audition, and then they delayed it because they decided that they wanted to split the film into two parts. And so I waited a year, and they were like, if you still fit the height criteria, if you still look the same age, come back and audition again. Um, and so, yeah, I was I was familiar with the books. I had seen all the films before that one. So I went into it very confident and very aware of, of who I wanted. That probably the really, to be. really helped out, though. I mean, that, I yeah. imagine that was probably because that's a strong character, even young. So I imagine that, that that's sort yeah. of what they were looking for. Yeah, I think, I mean, I because I had read the books and seen the films, I knew the, the detail of their backstory yes. um, and her backstory and the relationship between her and Snape and how James came into play. And so even, so going into the auditions and seeing the sides and the scripts that all of those details are, aren't in there. Right. And so I got to play into that because I knew that. And I just, I felt like I had a really clear image of like this very full life um, that Lily, that who she was, and so I kind of went in there and was just like, I already know what I'm doing. And I was so confident about it. I think that probably helped a little bit in my auditions. Yeah, and, that, and that's really neat. And so what else have you, have you been doing? Um, I did Doctor Who. I saw that yeah. on your thing, which is really, we got a lot of Doctor Who fans. Was that pretty neat? I mean, because that is a long, long-running genre. Yeah, I mean, that's just a big thing. It is, and it's very big in England. Yeah. Very big. You know, a lot of my family are big Doctor Who fans. That was an, a very incredible experience. My younger brother, I actually did Doctor Who with my younger brother. So in, oh, in the episode, that's thing. my actual, it was my actual oh, younger really? brother. He, yeah, he got me the role. So he initially got the audition through. He doesn't act anymore, but he got the audition through first. Yeah. And you're like, and best brother ever. It, yeah, and it said that it was a sibling pair, but me and my younger brother, now we look alike, but I have red hair, he has blonde hair. At the time, we didn't really look that much alike, and sometimes they like to keep, you know, two blonde kids, two red-headed kids. 
But, you know, we called my agent and she was like, just go along to the audition with him. So I went along, we auditioned together and, and he, but we booked the role together. So he was the one that really got me That's that role. That's going to be neat though, to get you to work with your brother. Yeah. Oh, we had a great time. Absolute great time on set. And Matt Smith is like, firstly, he's an incredible actor, but he is a big kid. We had so much fun on set. We would prank each other constantly. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was, we had such a great time. Um, it was it was like that was a very fun experience. Um, and everyone was so talented. I mean, you're working with an amazing cast. It was it was great. Well, for a show that has run that long, yeah, it just very it just rebirths itself by getting a new doctor. And uh, it's just like yeah. boom, just it's like uh, yeah. and then boosts back up again. Just by, which is amazing, and they keep. They keep get finding an actor that can play the role in a different way a, and yeah. just rebirth the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I do love the show. I haven't caught up with it as much recently, but um, it it is interesting because I I felt there was no pressure necessarily, but being part of a show that has had been running for so long and you come in and you work with an actor who knows this show so well. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's intimidating to almost like fit into that. Um, but yeah. It, yeah, we had a great time. Did, did you do that? The timeline was that prior. That was airport? after Potter. So it was after that. Okay, yeah, that right. was after Potter. I think I booked that. I'm trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> like, I want to say you were like 12. I was 12. <laughs> I was just about to turn 13 when I filmed it. Um, yeah. It was actually we did that the year before I moved out to LA, um, which is where I now live. So yeah, that was about a year after Potter came out. So what? What are you? Are you working on any kind of projects now or? Uh, kind of, yeah. I'm in between things at the minute. Um, things are a little bit slow, but I, I made my first short film. Like, I, I was a producer. Um, oh, I produced really? my wow. first film, yeah, during during COVID that we're currently pushing out to festivals and stuff. Um, and I also... She, she just hits everything out of the park immediately. <laughs> I don't know. Let me go to this audition and get, oh, I'm Harry's mom. Oh, that's cool. And, and then I'm going to be in this Dr. super... Hey, oh, yeah, hey, and I'm going to move out to and I'm going to start making my own movies. Okay, you said <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I... It was my first time be having having a lot, you know, I had been a producer previously, but very much in the background. Yeah. Um, and the director and I, we were the only producers. It was like a very independent production. Uh, I played the lead in, in it also. And so I had a lot of creative pull, mm -hmm. um, which was really interesting because I worked in front of the camera a lot and I haven't worked a lot behind the camera. And it was a very unique experience um, because we, we made it what we wanted it to be. There were no restrictions. Um, it's very freeing being part of a project like that. And I definitely want to wake, make more of my own things. Because uh, That's what I was going to ask you. It, yeah. Is that something that you want to do? Is, Absolutely, yes. Is maybe go more behind the camera or kind of try to do both? Yeah, I think, doing, I think I love doing both because it gives me freedom within the story and the character to make the decisions behind camera that are influenced in front of the camera. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. Um, and we're hoping to push it to festivals. And it's a story that is really sad, um, but a true story that I'm really passionate about. Um, and hopefully at some point in the next six months, we'll release it publicly so everyone can see it. That's um, fascinating. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. Okay, I got a really silly question for you. Okay, go for it. I imagine you've been to the Harry Potter area at Universal. Yes, I, I actually just... Real big what is that like? Yeah, what is it like? I just went recently. My sister came out to visit from England and brought my nephew, who yeah. was four months old, and I took him to, to Harry Potter World for the first time. In the California? Yeah. Okay, I was right. like, I'm not going to let anyone else take him to Hogwarts. Obviously. For the first time. Not, obviously. No way. Um, and it was, it was wonderful. I actually had this really lovely girl, this never happens, by the way, come up to me and ask if I played young Lily, which that hasn't happened in years because... I don't know if you noticed, but I look nothing. Well, like you've I, grown up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little, it's been like 12 years. 
Um, and so, yeah, every time I go, I have the best time. I mean, who doesn't? Like, I was a fan of the books and the films before I booked the role. Right. Um, and so anytime I tell someone how much of a fan I am of them, everyone is like, oh, that's so weird because you were in them, but it happened before. And I, I've always been a fan. And every few years I'll reread them. So... Whenever so, we go to the parks, we always have the best time. I was going to ask you, if you family. go to the park, do you, do, you, do you get into character a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of... Sometimes. Leviosa. Sometimes, yeah. My family like to like to make jokes and, and push me and be like, hey, do you know who this is? And I'm like, would you just shut up? <laughs> I'm, I'm just here. <laughs> just I, want, me. I want my butterbeer. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? You're talking about going into your audition all prepared and research and role and stuff like that mm. totally different thing but when i first when i took my daughter there in florida for the very first time she was very yeah. little right yeah and it had just opened up so she had done all this youtube research about uh, oh, all of anders yeah. and how they pick the kid they do so yep. she watched all this like 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 a a, 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 game, a ball player research and film so she's like little little and so we walk in there and she walks over and immediately stands in this one spot and, and she, starts hopping up that and she got picked. She knew. She knew. <laughs> she you got, stand right there she, she and got, they'll pick you. She got picked and she knew exactly what to do. Good for her. That's I was very like, smart. I was like, that is that's so a, cool. That's a businesswoman in the making right there. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Yeah, she's, she's 20 now and we, we went back this past summer yeah. and there was another little blonde kid. Oh. The little girl that got picked too yeah. and Abby was like, <laughs> you know, so that was pretty cool. But, yeah, that's uh, great. I love the parks. I mean, I do love Orlando. I've been a couple times. The last time I went was a few years ago. And Orlando, it has both. I mean, it has Hogsmeade and it has Diagon Alley. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm hoping they bring that to California. I actually have a season pass to Universal Studios. So <laughs> sometimes my friend and I will just like go for lunch and go on a ride or two and then come That's home. pretty cool. Though. Um, yeah, that Hog, uh, or the um, uh, Hagrid's ride out in, in Orlando, do they have it in, in California the, the, on the bicycle, on the motorcycle? The roller coaster? No, they don't have that in California. Oh, that one in I don't Orlando think I've been on that one. That, it's relatively new. That is an amazing. I'm a, really? I'm a roller coaster nut. Me too. I love me that. too. That is a fantastic ride. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. they don't have that. They had the dragons. I don't know if they're still there. They're in not. Orlando. They're not there. In they're not there no, anymore. No, no. Those were amazing. I think I, they might have replaced it with the with the Hagrid. Ride. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, they had the dragons, and those were my favorite. Yeah. I would ride those multiple. This times. one's neat because one person's on the bike and the other, and the other person's, person's in the sidecar, side and that yeah, thing good. is nuts. It's just a really, yeah, really cool good. ride. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's Orlando's great. I'd love to go back because we always have the best time when we go to just Universal in general over there. All the roller coasters. I'm yeah. Really oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, well, if you ever get, uh, I mean, I know you do, but back on the East Coast, I don't know if you've ever been. I just left there is why I'm thinking about it. Carowinds, which is over in North Carolina. If you like roller coasters. Good? Yeah, Fury 325. It's 325-foot drop. About ninety-six miles an hour when you hit the she bottom. She lights up on that yeah. one. My, <laughs> my my son and I rode it five times in a row. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's, that's amazing! It's, it's like one. Of, it's apparently one of the top in the world. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, I'd have yeah, the best yeah, time. Yeah, yeah I'm have, a bit of an adrenaline. Yeah, you, you have way. to like that. So <laughs> we won't keep you much any longer. But um, if folks want to follow things that you might be doing, yeah, how can they go about that? Um, you know, Instagram. I'm the most active on uh, my Instagram is Ellie D Alden. Uh, I post a lot of things that are going on there in terms of filming and and just what I'm up to these days especially with cons you know Um, that's probably the easiest way to follow me yes um, is my social media all right thank you so much Wes it's it's always fun to meet somebody that's really excited to be doing things like this you know doing doing shows and interacting with folks so 
as a fan, we appreciate that. Uh, my sister Melissa can, you know, eat her heart out right now. <laughs> <Hi, Melissa. laughs> yes, yeah. She's, she's a big Harry Potter fan, so uh, yes. this this would be a kick for her. Um, yeah. but, I love I love coming to these things. I've been doing cons since I was since the Harry Potter, you know, since it came out the last one, um, and it's just such a lovely experience. You get to meet such a wide variety of people. Um, and everyone is so so lovely, and I think because I am such a fan of the books and the films, you know, like I find kind of get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And we have great conversation, and I just I never I've never been to a convention and not had a great time. Um, so thank you for having me. Like oh. thank you for still bringing me back here, still wanting me around. Um, All right. We had the best time. Well, thank you for having yeah, me on the thank podcast. Thank you, Ellie. I it's appreciate been lovely that. to thank chat. You. Yeah. Right. Hey, have a great con. Of course. Bye-bye. You too. You may be bringing in as Gene. Yes, sir. Okay. From. You can use my stage name. It's Gene. Gene? Yeah. Gene. Yeah. Gene. Are we using our superhero names? Is that what we're doing? Well, I mean, Because it's Gene. I mean, Gene. it's not like yeah. Dr. Gene or, or... I mean, it could be. Mr. Gene. I go by both. Professor Gene. Mean um, Gene. That was my mean dad. Gene. That was my dad. Mean Gene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you are... Chad. Chad. Yeah, good to All meet right. you, sir. Good to meet you. But uh, they're over at Jumps... I love it. Everybody messes it up. Jump Master it. Press. Jump Master Press. Jump Master Jump Press. Master press. Yeah. But Gene is... And everybody asks what that is. They're like, what is Jump Start Press? And what like, is Jump Start jump, Press? We're not Jump Start Press. That's what everybody says. They're like, Jump, jump master, master Press. So I'm saying you probably uh, threw yourself out of an airplane before? Uh, myself and many other people. There you go. Yeah, I, I kind of figured, that's, exactly. where, I figured <laughs> that's where yeah. kind of figured that's where that came from. Yeah, Kyle and I were both <laughs> in the Army. We were both Jump Masters, and we've yeah. thrown lots of people, including each other. Out of perfectly good airplanes, which yep. is no such thing. That's what I thought. That's, yep. that, that's what I thought. Takeoffs are optional, landings are mandatory. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, I don't like I, that. One of my former supervisors was a uh, was a ranger, yeah. and uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I've heard that term before. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what? Uh, publishing house, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Which is Jump Master Jump Press. Master Press, right? Uh, where are you guys out of? We are out of Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Um, We've lived there forever. He and I worked together, like I said, in the military, and then he uh, started writing. And he was on his, like, seventh book, I think, when I was starting my first. And he had, wow. some, he had some issues with other publishers. And I said, hey, being the serial entrepreneur, I said, I think we could do better. So we, we figured out everything that the other publishers did wrong and said, we're just not going to do those. Yep. And four years later, here we are. That's We've got fantastic. 35 authors from all around the country. We've got over 200 titles in our catalog. That's amazing. And yeah, in like four years. Are you yeah. focused in one particular genre, or do you no. just, just, if it's good, that's what yeah, you Yeah, like? we, basically our guidelines is be a good writer. Yeah. And that's like step one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't then, suck. Uh, you, yeah. would, you would think that would yeah, be a good, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty common thing. And then, and then after that, it's like we won't publish erotica. I'm not right. doing smut, and I'm right. not doing anything with, like, overtly foul language. Gotcha. You know, so we want we want anybody from, say, 12 to 82 to walk up and go, oh, I want to read that. You know, what is it? Um, but we also – we're – we're kind of we're a traditional publishing company, so a lot of people will walk up and say, "How much does it cost to publish your book?" And if and if anybody says, "Oh, you know, Chad, I'll publish your book. It's only going to be X right. Don't walk away, run, yeah. because a traditional publisher uh, will invest in you, and that's kind of the big thing. Is a uh, hundred times a day, people walk up and go, "How much does it cost?" And we're like, "Nothing." And they're like, "Okay, so how much does it really cost?" Well, nothing. 
Yeah. And we're a little different because we don't actually send out rejection letters either. So if somebody sends a submission, and August is our open submission, so anybody listening wants to submit to Jumpmaster Press, do it in August because right. the rest of the the rest of the year it's going to be, it's going to be. We, we don't take submissions, unless solicited submissions, but once a year, and that's right. the month of August. Um, we won't. We typically don't send rejection letters like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Right. What we do is we'll send a letter that says, thanks, it's a yes. great story, but it's not ready to be published. So let's work together. Join our community, come to our seminars, which are free, book a one-on-one with us, which are free, and let's work together to get your story where it's ready to be published. Our, our philosophy is every story deserves to be read. It just may not be ready to be published, and that's what we do. See, that that's a really neat business model there, whereas it, instead of just, like you said, the, nope, the ones that are just, yeah, nope. or the ones yeah, that are right. just trying to get money out of, right, out of right. these authors, it's like, I want you to succeed because when you succeed, I succeed. Yep. So I'm going to help you that's succeed exactly because right. then you can be a member yeah. of our organization. i got to make my money back. Yeah. I mean, it takes me a year and a half to take your book from, hey, this is a great story, to let's publish it and start selling it. Then I've got to re- sell enough copies to recoup my investment. Yep. Then I start making a profit. That's the business of publishing. Yeah. The entire time, the author's making a royalty. Right. So you're making more money than I am, and I'm the one who invested like 3500 bucks in your book. Right. So that's why the contracts are three years, and you know, they're expensive yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know people that do like seven-year contracts. We only do three-year contracts. We're a little bit, we want to build a relationship with people more than I want to make money. And that's that's a, off your book. I mean, that's right. You got to find a publisher you trust. Same and, thing. and that's a neat thing that you're doing there too, because you're. Uh, it, I would think that you know some folks going into some publishing companies and they just get thrown out, and mm-hmm. and and you got you know you're. It's like I, I don't know what to do. I it, it you yeah. get you get the yeah. you get the rejection thing, and there's no feedback to it. Right. And that that would. Well, that's got to be discouraging for a lot of it folks, is. you know, because where do I go from here? Publishing as a whole is two things. Publishing as a whole, as an industry, is demoralizing because you, you, you don't get that feedback. You're like, I've submitted, I've, I've spent years writing this. It's my baby. I love it. I've poured my heart and soul into it. You looked at it for a week and then sent it back to me and said, thanks, but no thanks. And then what the authors typically do is they, they ascribe their value as a human right. to that manuscript. Yeah, and that that's not the way. The other thing is the second thing: the publishing industry is, is predatory, like you say. How much can I make off that author? Right, they become the commodity, and then you have a very few kind of publishing companies that are like, "Look, we love what you do, but we're all about let's become let's get into a relationship, let's become a community." Because I guarantee you there's somebody out there that wants to read your novel on cat detectives. I mean, I, I guarantee you. There's, there's somebody there. There's yeah. somebody that's going to read the book. I probably have two little girls that would read cat a story about Yeah, yeah. Cat so there's somebody there, yeah. Great example. So Adam Sanford, he's sitting right over there. Um, he came up to us at Matrotham Con. It's a different con a couple of years ago. He was right across from our booth. And, of course, you were hawking books, right? Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. And he walks over and he says, I wrote a book. And I said, oh, you know, here we go, right? Okay, just send it to me, you know, and I don't stand there and tell me all about it because i got to sell books. And he sends it to me, and it was, it, it's, and I don't want to ruin the story, but it was dedicated to his son. It's a great little story. It's a children's book. And when I read it, I was like, okay, let's figure out who you are. I'll tell you who I am. Let's become friends because I really see the power of this book, but let's build that relationship first. 
that's how we do it. And I, and I want all the other publishing companies to do it too. It is a business. I mean, I, I want to make money. I'm, I'm not in the business of losing money either. Mm-hmm. Right. But the relationship comes first. And, and there are a lot of publishers out there that just don't care. Give me the money, and then you can go away when your contract's over because I've, 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 I've exploited you. I've milked you. you for what yeah, you're worth. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of people come to us, and they're like, I've had a bad experience with XYZ Publisher, and I hear you guys are different. Well, we are different. I still want to make money, but I'm not going to hurt you doing it, right? And you're going to make money the entire way. So, yeah. Well, that community building thing, I think, <clears throat> in business relationships is, is vitally yeah. important because yeah. you, you just – I also, if you're if you're making them feel comfortable and helping them succeed, mm-hmm. then I think that would probably allow their creative juices to flow a little bit more because they're yep. worrying less about being accepted yep. and worrying more about their art. Yeah, and once we build that trust with the author, they come to our writing seminars, they join us on our social media, they're asking us questions, they're booking one-on-one sessions with us, which, again, are free. We just sit with Zoom and we talk with them. And then they, they can open up and they can go, here's what I'm really struggling with. You know, I, I don't want to tell people about it, but here's what I'm really struggling with. And then we'll put the book aside and we'll say, okay, I like, for example, one of our authors, we have lots of veteran authors, and he was really struggling with some, some mental issues and, it, you know, his PTSD and his family. And we just kind of took his book and set it aside and said, okay, we've built a relationship. We're going to get back to the book, but it's let's... like, how are you doing? Let's fix this over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Let's get back to center, and then we can go back and talk about the book. And that's really... That's who we are. Yeah, because you, you care about them, and you yeah. care about their yeah. art. Yeah. And, and, and when you truly care about those people, then your business will be successful. Yep. And they'll be successful. Yep. And, and I, th- I think in the world, maybe not just in the author world, but in the world, we, we have too much of this selfish... Me, me, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yep. when in actuality... If they would be interested in the person, then they would be more successful mm-hmm. themselves. Absolutely, and, and that that's a that's an outstanding that's an outstanding thing. So, what, what do you guys got like super excited? Anything coming up? Any any really good titles? I mean, something that you're, you're oh just super goodness. pumped up about. And yes. obviously, you got a bunch of good stuff, but maybe just so, a teaser for our folks. Well, the big thing we've got coming out probably January. Uh, next weekend, I know we're gonna we're gonna be in another con in Knoxville together yep. next weekend. Um, our we have uh, Armin Shimmerman. He played Quark on Deep Space Nine. Yes. He played Principal Snyder, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's done a lot of anime. He's done a lot of video games. Um, his the third book in his trilogy, his uh, historical fiction trilogy, comes out in January. Next weekend, I will have the prototypes of the, his box set. Oh, nice. So hey, nice. I, I'm the like I get to, I get to get it first. So on Monday, literally tomorrow, I will go to the printer and I will I will get the fir- the first copy of the third book, and then I get to spend next week kind of putting it together with the people doing the box set. So that's kind of the big exciting thing is we're finishing his trilogy. Oh, that's uh, so it, cool. It'll be available for pre order probably next weekend, and then it comes out in uh, in uh, January. And that's, people that's awesome. people love him. He's been voted the number one Star Trek fan like of all the shows ever. The Ferengi bartender is the mm, one yes. guy. Everybody's like, "That's the guy." Yeah, uh, he shaped most of our childhoods, right? If you're, if you're over 45, like he shaped our childhoods. Yeah, um, super nice guy. And I just, I, you know, come out and meet him in Knoxville uh, at Fanboy, Fanboy Expo. Expo yeah. It's going to be a great show, and um, we're really bring excited your about it. Gold press latinum. You can bring anything you want. <laughs> and he'll sign. He's the nicest guy. He'll sign everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, next, also, I just want to point out, we also have another author coming from Boston. Um, next week, uh, she writes, uh, she's written young adult horror. 
So okay. a lot of people like horror. It's not Stephen King, but it's not Goosebumps. It's kind of somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, and she'll be there as well next weekend. But again, it's it, the next next weekend's the Armin Shimmerman show. I'm just none yeah. of us are going to sell any books. Like, who's <laughs> right. going to sell them? <laughs> but uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and then we have titles literally coming out constantly, pretty much every week, every Monday, every other Monday. We have a release because we have so many books that we're working on that are coming out. Uh, and you know, I'm just going to go ahead and plug it. You can go to JumpmasterPress.com and go through our our. The front page will tell you what our featured authors are, then our biggest hits, and then you know our bestsellers, and then our latest releases. But we have audiobooks. We've innovated audiobooks. We've innovated ebooks. We have. I know it's going to sound weird, but physical ebook products. We can. We do. We we're different. Um, and that's yeah. The big thing is the box sets. The big thing is next weekend with Armin's trilogy. Uh, but it's a constant. It's a constant flow of great content. We have authors from all over the world. We just we just released our latest releases of sci-fi. Um, multi-award-winning author. His name is Gustavo Bondoni. He's in Argentina. Uh, he, we just released his latest sci-fi. Great author. I mean, he just won a big Bane Award in New York. Wow. I think it was in New York or D.C., but he, was, he just won that. Uh, the guy's won like 25 writing awards. He's huge. That's I've won fantastic. none. I've, I've literally <laughs> was zero. And he's at like 25. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong here, Gustavo? Like, you barely speak English and you're kicking my butt. What do I do here? <laughs> so folks can, uh, can purchase titles from that website? Oh, yeah. We totally encourage you not to go to Amazon. Go to jumpmasterpress.com. <laughs> I don't think Jeff Bezos needs any more mansions uh, and, and our authors need, you know, have, need rent money. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. But a lot of people don't know this. Like when you go, and, and I'm not anti-Amazon. I'm really not. I mean, I, everybody buys everything well, from Amazon. Yeah. But when you go to Amazon to buy a book specifically, um, and some people that, so for some authors and some publishing companies, that's their only outlet. But if you can actually go to the company's website, not just jumpmasterpress.com, but if you go to another publisher's website and buy directly from them, Amazon takes like 60%. Well, that's 60% that goes to the author. Right. You know, you always see the, the, the late night commercials like starving artists, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's every author you've ever met. Like, right. I don't care. Stephen King is like, how am I going to pay rent this month? Right. Like, <laughs> just wait for another, the books. Yeah, yeah. Let's do another <laughs> right release. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, and I'm not, again, I'm not anti-Amazon, but it does help when you purchase. Think of it as small business buying local. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. If you, if you purchase directly, if, if, it's an, if it's an option to purchase from the publisher, you're helping the author. That's good to know. Yeah. And there's that's a lot of people out there that think, and again, Publishing is predatory. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, the publishers just screw the authors and take all the money. Sometimes, yes. I will say that there are times when, when it's an, if it's an unscrupulous business person, yeah, that could happen. It, it doesn't happen for us. No. It, doesn't, it doesn't happen for us. No. We, we have authors that get their first royalty checks and they cry because they're like, this is more money than I've gotten in the last five years from my previous publisher. Welcome yeah. to Jumpmaster Press. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to but the good guys. But that's yeah. great yeah. That, that you're able to do that. You're and more important than the money. And if, if our listeners will, will do that and go to Jump go to Master, Master Press. Press. Yeah, we've and, got a, a whole yep. lot of avid readers that listen to us and they can they can they download that they can download the books. They can they can either buy them or we'll ship them to them if they want the print copies. Um, we have downloadable content. You can just do the ebook right there, boom, it'll download instantly. Uh, we have the physical product, they can buy our audio books. Like of course we're on Audible, but we do our own audiobook product. 
Uh, we've kind of changed everything. I just sold one online, literally right there. There you go. Thank you, whoever that yeah. was. Appreciate it. Um, All right. <laughs> if you literally bought that book and you're listening to us, at, uh, if you bought it at 948 on Sunday, yeah. then uh, he's thank thanking you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys are going to be at um, Fanboy Expo next, next week. Yes, we are looking for a great show. Fanboy's been really good to us. Uh, this show was our first time here in Gatlinburg, and yeah. we've loved it. We've had a great time at, yeah. at, at uh, uh, Smoky Mountain Fan Fest. We come up here at least once a year to do like the Great Smoky Mountain Half Marathon. Yep. I don't know if anybody's ever done that, yep. but we're my family's runners. We we love doing the half marathon, the five k. Uh, cabin rental's amazing. Uh, Gatlinburg's a little beach town for me. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a big beach town guy. <laughs> yeah. It, and it, if there's it, one thing, crowded, yeah. yeah. If there's one thing this town knows that like every other every town USA doesn't know is how to suck your bank account dry. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. They have got it to a. They've got it. This is a science to these people. Yeah, it's, it's not an art anymore. It is a science. Because I came up here, you know, Saturday. My, we're kicking around, having fun Friday night. And I get back to the hotel room, and my wife's like, so did you, you know, how much did we spend? I was like, you do not want to ask that question. It's like, I, I got to sell a lot of books this week. Let's yeah, cover that up. <laughs> so we've, we've had fun, and we're looking forward to next weekend. Yeah, so come see Jumpmaster Press at Fanboy Expo, because this episode will air before next week. Uh, and yeah. we'll be there, too. So when you come by and see us, well, we're going to point you in the direction to go see Jumpmaster Press and well, pick up some novels. Well, I, I can't guarantee anything, but I'm really hoping Armin's going to do a panel, and if we can get him in this chair right here, we'll do. We'll ask him Star Trek stuff. We'll ask him we book stuff. That, we'll yeah. ask him uh, Shakespeare. He's a huge Shakespeare. You can act, acting questions. He's, he's one of the most people don't know. They're like, oh, you're the court guy. Well, most people don't know that the Ferengi was actually based on him. Like he was no the first joke. Ferengi. Was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. Yep. And uh, they don't know that he's like an adjunct professor at USC. He's one of the most sought after Shakespeare acting coaches in the United States. There's a lot about him that a lot of people don't know. And he's an amazing writer as well. So go and see him at his booth at the show. Now he's pick a guest up some of his books. At, at, he's at yes, he's our guest. Oh, so okay. he, we are bringing him in. Now oh, he's okay. also a guest of the con. So yes. so Fanboy Expos, they've been really nice to us. They've worked with us and said, look, you're bringing in this big name. We're going to advertise it for you with you. And I said, absolutely. If it helps you guys, again, community. Yes. If it helps you. I mean, we're paying, we're, we're paying the hotel. We're paying the airfare. Yeah. So they were like, well, here, take this. We're like, thank you very much. Yes. But we're going to be way over with the, the celebrity guests. Uh, so there'll be like all these great actors and then a bookstore. So that should be Brilliant. fun. That, that should, should be, be a lot of fun. You're a fanboy. Stop by that bookstore because yeah, yeah. you might you might rub shoulders with a celebrity buy yep, books from Jumpmaster right. Press. Well, he is he he loves meeting people. He's going to take lots of pictures. He's got you know we sold out in Indy. He was in Indianapolis with us last year. He sold out of his pictures, his cork pictures. Mm-hmm. So then he went to all the other vendors and bought all the pictures of himself. Oh really? Yeah, yes. because we had sold out. So we were like, "Well, what do we do now?" And he just went around to all the booths that had celebrity photos and bought pictures. It was the strangest thing. I was like, "Who can go around to a con and buy your own pictures right. to sell them <laughs> back to be?" I was like, "What a strange thing!" Like, well, the three he's of fringy, us, so fringy, right. you know. But think about it though: the three of us could not find our own pictures to buy. Oh no! Oh, no. This, no yeah, no. just not. We're not there. We're gonna, but someday. But that guy could. Someday, someday. he does. Someday. It's like, what a strange thing to walk by and be like, that's me. 
Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> was, Can I buy those here. from you? Yes, you know. So, <laughs> and then one of, one of the booths was like, uh, "Just stop buying them from us. Sign a bunch for us to sell, and we'll give you the rest." That's what I started to That's say. Is, is imagine yeah. the booth guy running the booth or girl running the booth going, "But what? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's you. This, this Would you, you sign? Yeah. So he signed like ten of them, and then they jacked the price, and then he just gave him the rest of the pictures. <laughs> Meaning, his literally his signature is worth money. Right. That's None amazing. of us can say that. Yeah, I was no. like, wow, what a, like, what a strange life that, that is. It's like, like a weird place to yeah. be, yeah. <laughs> like, huh. But it makes weird. for a really great story. It does. It does. It does. It does. So go, come and uh, see Jumpmaster Press uh, next week at Fanboy Expo. And in the meantime, go to their website yep. and jumpmasterpress.com. Yep. And check out all of their titles and either order from them or if you're going to come to the show, come and see them right there and, and pick it up. And if you, right if you do get it, or you already have one, bring it to the show. Bring a Star Wars toy. Bring a Star Star Wars. <laughs> Oops, sorry. No. You know what? <laughs> Screw it. Bring a Star Wars <laughs> toy. <laughs> Let Armin sign it. He doesn't It'll be funny. Care. It'll be funny. I'll sign it, somebody, you know? somebody show up with Admiral Akbar and get him <laughs> yeah. to sign that. that would be hilarious. <laughs> you know, I have an Admiral Akbar. <laughs> you gotta get him to I sign that. Actually do that. <laughs> that I would have, be funny. I have dude. a Ferengi. Uh, I have a, uh, a doll. I had the Ferengi toy, like yeah. still wrapped in plastic, and just. Is a joke. He he's he likes it, and it's kind of funny. And I said, Armin, just sign that for Jumpmaster Press. So of course, the rules of acquisition. He had to sign yes. the one that said, "It never hurts to suck up to the boss," because he That's sees me as the boss, and awesome. I'm like, eh, not really. But okay. <laughs> it's sitting in my office. Never hurts to suck up to the boss, Armin Shimmerman. I was like, "That's great." That's yeah. That's yeah, fun. That's but come phenomenal. come next week. It's gonna be a lot of fun. All right, man. Thank you so much for taking Thank time this morning away from your booth and letting our people know about your awesome business. Well, we're gonna let awesome people know offers. about because uh, I'm. I mean, I'm an old nerd too. So, you know, we got to stick together. Yeah, we do. That's <laughs> we right. created all this. <laughs> well, yeah, we did. <laughs> we anyway. really did. Back in the day. When <laughs> we created it. And now they're taking our money. Yeah. That's right. yes. We were the kids that got beat up and now we run the world. Now we're yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I like that. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Put on the oh, yeah, okay. yeah, man. Okay. Oh, God. This right. is a little impromptu right. uh, session. Yeah. Hey. All right. <laughs> so we just we just finished talking to uh, Jumpmaster Press, and Ming Chen, the one and only, jumped down <laughs> yeah. here and said, you boys better stay seated. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got you, something you, for you. You know I can't pass a mic and no, not jump man. behind <laughs> it. <laughs> well, we never, appreciate it. You never yeah. give a mic to a radio guy and, and a politician. That's the rule. It's all over then. So here's my question for you, gentlemen. you got four upstanding gentlemen here. He just included himself. I got into a, a, a debate, almost a, a, an argument, maybe in your fist fight uh, with, oh, wow. uh, with another podcast at a con, as a matter of fact. Hmm. I was passing by their podcast, like, man, man, come over, come over. I'm like, all right, what? They're like, hey, so if you get into a fight with another guy, fist fight, you know, right. street fight, whatever, is it okay to kick the other guy in the nuts? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about winning. There's no fair in fighting. Okay, yeah. They were debating that. They <laughs> yeah. was like, no, man. They no. said there's you, some you kind of fight code. to win. They said yeah. there's a code, and, <laughs> no. and you and you're in, you can't kick the other guy in, in the nuts. In a boxing and, ring, maybe, but not okay. on the street. Right. right. <laughs> I, I can definitively answer this. I spent okay. 17 years in the Special Forces. Oh, okay. Okay. And I will tell you right now, the idea is to inflict the maximum amount of damage yes. in the least amount of time and effort. Okay. And so the balls are totally the a number one target. Right. Your throat, your eyes, and the nuts. Yep. 
Yeah, so they they were yeah. they were arguing you know tooth and nail that it wasn't okay, and I was like, you guys are nuts. What are like, you in a street if, fight with a paladin? What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. I didn't know why they were trying to defend this. I'm here to good, hurt you. But that's good intel. Me in the <laughs> but, but see, that's good intel for you, man. Because <laughs> yeah. if you ever get in a fist fight with them, you know they're not going to kick that's you in the jaw. Right. Right. So yeah. you kick them in the jaw right. first. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but like you're what six two? You know, whatever. I'm five ten. Okay, well you're bigger than me. I'm five four. If we get in a fight, like absolutely, I'm. Go straight to it. Go straight to it. Now, yeah. I would expect nothing less. Yeah, I will <laughs> say, you've got an advantage over me. I, so. I will say this, Ming. When you sat down, that was not the question I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, what do you think is going to be like? Who's better in a who'd win a fight, Hulk or Thor? Like, yeah, I like, just I thought you know. <laughs> no. But I mean, no. it's an important question to ask. <laughs> yes. No, you know? it would be like, who wouldn't have fight me or you? But like, I, I but I, like I am nuts totally going to protect my junk now that you ever because yeah. well, you I know you're going for it. Yeah. I'm yeah. just yeah. Be like, whoa. You should. Well, I have things a, going for it. I'm just going to back up. I have an addendum to the story. So the next day, I go to this other con, and and uh, um, my friends were in the photo op booth. And Chris Hemsworth is at this con. Right. I was like, hey, can I, you know, if I come, or, and she's like, if you come early before anyone else, uh, you, I'll, I'll put you in first. And you get a picture with Chris Hemsworth. I'm like, holy shit, thank yeah. you. That's awesome. So I get there, and he's there already. He's like, holy crap. I'm like, hey, man, nice to meet you. And I'm talking to, uh, there's an officer assigned to him. Yeah. He had a bodyguard. And I was like, so I, to the, his bodyguard, I was like, hey, man, let me ask you something. <laughs> you can go fight. Is it okay to kick the other guy in the nuts? Because I was still, I was still, <laughs> you were still in I was still, it was eating at me that these Ice guys were, were trying to <laughs> yeah. defend it. And Hemsworth jumps in. He's like, he's like, He's like, absolutely, it's okay to kick yeah. the other guy in the nuts. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, that's what I thought. <laughs> next thought weekend, him. next weekend in Knoxville, I'll be like, so, uh, Armin Shimmerman, I got a question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you get in a fight with a guy, put that on that's our list go -to for question. Question. Yeah. our question. That, that yeah. might have to be a, uh, a question is. for yeah. the uh, rapid but, like, fire I, session. I didn't yeah. want to bother him, but I, so I didn't even ask him, but he jumped in. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, kick the other guy in the nuts. I'm like, so, I, Father O'Halloran, if you get into a fight, <laughs> is it okay? Well, Gene, you know. You fight to win. You're automatically forgiven. The question yes. now becomes, okay, <laughs> you said kick, right? I mean, yeah, I mean I, ideally, that's the, you know. I, got, I, have, I have a question. Can you punch or can you punch and grab? And like grab and it, twist. Everything's fair no, game, okay. man. It, it really depends on what. <laughs> I, I think maybe it's an escalation of force type sure. thing, you know? You start with the kick. <laughs> See where it goes from there. <laughs> just, I think the kick is the quickest way to inflict the most maximum damage yeah, right, to that right. area, right? So, yeah. yeah. That also depends would, on if you're down, too. I would just have to say, like... I mean, I don't know, man. I, it's been so long since I've been in a fight, and I don't want to get into a fight. Sure, right sure, right. sure but Do you kick at, and run. At that moment, I'm just going to grab whatever works and <laughs> just see what happens. We just need to end it as fast as the, possible. The the age of your opponent and their experience matters too. Sure, oh, sure, this is true. Yeah. I, I was a police officer yep. for ten years, and then I was armed security for fifteen yeah. at, at a nuclear weapons facility. I used Whoa. to have rules. Okay. I now don't have rules. <laughs> okay. so, so trust me. It, I, I mean, I, I may be old and broken down. But I'm going to take every yeah. little bit of advantage I can get. Yeah. I'm not as 25 old as Asian I used to be. experience beats yeah. youth and enthusiasm. Yeah. Right. Also, his question was street fight. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, isn't every fight kind of a street well, I mean, fight? A bar dude, fight, street fight. If like, a dude I, kicks yeah. you in the junk and there's a broken bottle there and you come up with the bottle. Yeah, so, you know, because <laughs> it's interesting. So in the movies, all the fights last, you know, 10 minutes. Right. Oh, it's yeah, a, yeah. In real yeah, life, no. it's like 10 seconds. Right. Yeah. It's like, I what, was, three hits, like max? So we were at, was at an event? Probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago, guy threw his beer. Wait, 
on another guy. Oh, okay. that's, that's not. And good I was well. like, yeah, I was like, now that breaks the dude code. Yeah, I will. You know yeah. what? I'd take a shot to the nuts before somebody throws a beer on me. Because right, I'm like, yeah. what are you like a ten year old girl? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like that's what a hundred and ten pound woman does yeah. when she's mad. Like right. not you, right? Yeah, right? I'd be like, I would just stand there and laugh and be like, uh, did you just really throw your beer? Did on that me? just happened. Well, aren't right. you gonna let's go into it? No, no, no. You just. You just threw a twelve dollar beer. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. Not only are you mad, but you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, you're too stupid. Yeah, to fight. I'm ringing it into my glass. And, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're too stupid to fight. But then you threw the beer. The guy, exactly. he was like the one guy threw a beer on another okay. guy, and then the other guy started fighting, and they went to the ground. It was stupid. It was over in ten seconds. Right. And I, I, I the guy who like then retaliated came to me, and I was like, "You shouldn't have done that. You should just stood there and laughed and said, you 'You're an idiot.' Yeah. yeah. Like." That men don't throw beer on men. No, you go for the balls. Right. Yes. Right. What, <laughs> so okay. Now, what if he threw the beer and then went for the balls? Well, no, 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 no. I'm just gonna. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you throw your beer on another man, it's over you're, you're not going for yeah, the balls. You're, you're no. Not, no, 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 no. You don't have balls. You don't have, you don't exactly. have balls if you do that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. If, you're, if your go-to like opening move is I'm gonna throw my beer on you, you win. The other guy is automatically gonna win that right. fight. Yeah, right. No matter what happens right. from now, that point on. Okay. Here's a question. What if he had thrown the beer straight down? And then just chuck the yeah, yeah. yeah. That's then. a temper again, tantrum. Again, again. <laughs> you're wasting beer. Yeah, dumb, but it's better than abuse. throwing it on another guy. <laughs> so that's a temper tantrum. Yeah. Yeah. Sling it on the so ground. I answered two age-old questions. <laughs> yeah. Thank totally you, Ming. That was, yeah. I think it's groundbreaking. It's yeah. groundbreaking podcasting. All right. Right here, so. I just yeah. need to know your opinion. I'm glad we all agree on this subject. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. talk about validation. Like the manliest man on the planet. No debate, right? <laughs> Chris just, Hemworth? Yeah. A god. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. walking Literally. god. Literally. Or we go for the junk. Yes. That's all we need to know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, if he'd gone for the head, though. Uh, well, yes, you know, it's true. Sure. But, but you know what? What this if whole, he had done that in Infinity War? Just in Infinity War. Yeah. 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 Just a, a stormbreaker to the nuts? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I it think. ends the series, right? It's I, over then. So, <laughs> so we have headphones on, and everyone around us is like, what are they talking about <laughs> over there? Oh, there's a speaker over yeah. here. There's yeah. broadcasting what we're saying. There's like a six-year-old over there like, Thor? Stormbreaker to the junk? What are they talking about? That's the alternate ending to Endgame. That's right. Sorry for ruining your, <laughs> your childhood your experience. Yeah. My I mean, bad. I'm going to text Chris real quick. Thanks for that, buddy. You should have gone for the junk. Yeah, Ming goes, oh, by the way, yeah. I just ruined your series <laughs> on this little podcast. Oh, yeah, this, this is oh, going to be great. We're in Gatlinburg. These kids, have, they've seen it all. Yeah, right? that's true. Say, that's true. They're, they're wrestling yeah. beer or bears in their backyard yeah. drinking beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> Ming's going to have, well, at least you didn't have to like put the poll on like Instagram or something. It's like, okay, no, yeah, no, no, no. No, I want to debate it with men. I usually feel honored. He he gets an answer from Hemsworth, and then he comes and talks to us. Sure. So I mean, we just we just validated. Yeah, Yeah. we validated Chris Hemsworth. That's right. You're welcome for. I'm going to go home and tell my wife (laughs) that Ming talked to Hemsworth and then me. Yes. About a manly question that should give me some sort of points, right? I mean, absolutely, right? And we all agreed with him. Yes, that's true. Thank you. I like it. I'm Had there been me. one of us to be like, you know what? No, it's a, no, no, you it's can't like, do that. Get off the mic, you. Uh, yeah, you get out of, get out of here. No, I would have thrown the Chris Hemsworth defense yeah. in your face, and yeah. you would have been wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is better than throwing beer in your face? Get which, out of here yeah, with a beer. But that though. has been decided. We're never only on the Nerdy Old Man podcast are you going to get these hard hitting questions. This is this is like journalism. Like all of you listening had that question, and it was Ming that was like, "I got to ask it." Yeah, that's true. We're going to put that on our a rapid fire question. 
session that we hit you with. And we'll go in in honor of Ming Chen. Okay, thank you. This is a question. Thank you. Appreciate that, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Good question. I'm glad I was. I'm glad I was here. Yeah, I was just like the third. You never know what's going to happen. I was the third wheel. I needed you for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got Thor. The SF guy, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, and, and the and old guy, too old, yeah, the old guy. That's right. <laughs> Validation. Yeah, it's, that's all it is. It's, it's, it, that's yeah. all you need. That's all it is. That's all you needed. I, I want to know how many how many times have you asked that question? Like, no, you should, not very many. No. Yeah, because it's not your it's not your opening move. No, like, you got to. I Ming Chen. Do you go for the junk or no? Yeah. I just want to. <laughs> yeah, but I had to He's know. He's going to start guys. doing that. No, yeah. people came up and like, oh, I'm have such a fan. Have you asked the question? Have you go for the junk? Have you asked Kevin that question? I've not asked Kevin that. You need to ask Kevin that question. Call Kevin up right now. Call Kevin. Got a question for you? Which Kevin? Smith. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Smith. I want to know what his answer is. I'll ask Kevin Sorbo, and then we'll compare Kevin's. Oh, that would be brilliant. That would be. I bet you. I don't know if Kevin. I think Kevin would totally do it. Yeah, I think Sorbo would. Hercules would totally do it. Hercules will yeah. just yeah yeah and then uh, so so a couple, he'll pray for you afterwards. Were you in Were you in Atlanta? <laughs> were you in Atlanta at Ranger Stop? You didn't go to no, Ranger Stop. So we were hanging Stop. out with Brian Toshi. We were hanging out with Ken Scott. That's a question I should have asked. Yeah, when we were in the bar. They were getting ready to go to stick dinner. I'd be like, by the way, guys, before you leave, hold on, junk or <laughs> no? If you yeah. were to get into a fight right, on the yes, way yeah. over there, you were you were literally <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. So I didn't see. Any, I think there was a scene where you did. Was wait, it in wait, the script it, or it, no? It was the bow staff, wasn't it? Uh, one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that somebody, counts. That counts. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Francois Chow, and he'd ask Shredder. Uh, next yes. time I talk to yeah. Francois, I'll be like Francois. Just between me and you. Just just curious. Yeah. So I want to know. Like, I want to get. We got Chris Helmsworth. We got all the Ninja Turtles covered. We got Shredder yeah. uh, yeah. and the Nerdy Old Men podcast. Right. That's right. It's like, the people we know, we just need to ask everybody. Yes. You and I be like, yes. hey, take a poll. I just asked Butterbean. I just asked Butterbean. 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 We should ask Butterbean. Just right over there in the corner. Yeah, we got to find out. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Tom Arnold, stuff. balls or no? What is it? Which one is it? I, I'm going to say he's probably saying I, balls. That's my pro Next time I see you at a con, Ming, it's like, okay, here's the people I checked off the list. Like, okay. It's like, we'll take this Patrick Stewart's a no. Quark is a Yes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's good. Dude, that was funny. Todd Howard. I'm on it, man. Todd, I'll go ask Todd right now. I can get, I mean, we'll ask all of them. Let's <laughs> ask all of them. Thanks, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks for stopping yeah, by. Yeah, that made our, <laughs> made our day. That was great. Just cause, that's good stuff, man. See ya. Say something for us, Marge. Hello. There we go. There we we go. got you. <laughs> hey, folks. We're excited because we've got the TikTok phenom, Marge in Charge, with us this morning on the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. Good morning. How are you doing, ma'am? Good morning. I'm doing real good. How about this show, huh? I like it. <laughs> she, she, I don't think she's quite sold just yet, Chad. Well, well, I'm I'm sleeping too. I'm I'm halfway awake <laughs> too. And who, who's the young lady you got beside you here? Marge. Who's this lady right here? Who am I? My daughter. Well, how are you doing, Marge's daughter? I'm doing <laughs> Ladies, tell us about that. Uh, oh, I've watched some of your videos. It's funny stuff. How did this come about for you? Um, we went to Florida. Yeah? And she took me to the beach, naked beach. <laughs> I've seen that one. My wife showed me that one. Did she? <laughs> yeah. Why in the world would she do such a thing to you? Well, I don't know. Then me, and that's about all I saw. <laughs> so, so obviously she she puts you into some uh, situations that are. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an adventure, though, right? Yeah. Tell them what you saw. <laughs> 
tell. <laughs> I bet we can probably guess. <laughs> well, tell them what happened when you walked out there. Well, there's a man and woman sitting right at me, naked. <laughs> What did you think about that? I just sat there and looked, and then I turned my head back. <laughs> and I thought, well, they got to be something there. And I said, the devil made me do it. <laughs> and uh, I looked again, Lord God. <laughs> that man was 75 and 80 years old. <laughs> she took you to the wrong one, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So that was, that was the start of, of the whole. Yeah, we didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> I had to. I got twin boys, so they were two, and I was like, "Mom, go out there and see if it's a good place to take them." Um, and you knew ahead of time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you did. But it was like a big. I mean, it was like a boardwalk. Yeah. And so she walked out through there, and she was all prancy and like tire banks on a catwalk walking out through there. <laughs> And when she came, she was out there for like 10 minutes, I guess. And then here she came with her head down, walking as fast oh, no. as she could to, to me. And she was pointing her finger at me. <laughs> she I was going to take a switch to her, weren't you? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and then, like, the full video is on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. And on TikTok, it's just, you know, the pieces. Right, yeah. And, um, but we got, I, I posted it on Facebook to my friends and family. And then it just went viral. Like yeah. the next morning, it just blew up. That's so and funny, though. On the way home, Darren Knight from Southern Mama had called. Yeah. And so then she got in with them. So that's really that, good, that's though. So, so a prank is what started all this. Yeah. That's yeah. funny, but yeah. it's got to be fun, right? This, yeah, this stuff is. you guys do is just—it's yeah. got to be fun. Don't buy me a towel. No. <laughs> well, Lord, why well, would that's, it? That's, that's, that's the best way to be. <laughs> so, so tell Tricia. Ten years from now, there'll probably be a whole lot of people walking around there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. Well, last year we went to Daytona Beach, and my sister was with me. And Mama said, I wonder if there's one here I want to take her. So there was. So I took them and took them out there. And then I tell them about that one, the new beach in oh. that Daytona. Oh, Lord, that was awful. Um, <laughs> This this man, you were talking about that man. This man was walking down through there, running. He was running. running. Yeah, running. <laughs> what was chasing him? This story keeps getting better. There was something chasing him, and it looks like the metal or something. And I, I, I didn't know what it was. I asked Trisha, I said, what reckon what that was to hold it down? She said, no, Mama. She said, no, Mama. She said, it's a, what did you say? I think it was a Prince Albert or something. Oh, he like, had a piercing. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't figure out what the world he had that day. She thought it was for. dumbbells to hold it Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, oh, that's good stuff. Well, i got to ask you, what, what do you think about, like, now that it's, it's taken off and everybody – knows you and you're coming to shows like this what what's it like for you coming to a show like it's like good. fest you're I enjoying really, it yeah i really enjoy it yeah that's good stuff good i have said all day ain't I, mm-hmm. I love it well you get um you get you, you know you're making people laugh and making people well, happy right say, and, yeah. and that's important right <laughs> yeah, i mean that's that's, that's yeah. good stuff that's what makes me feel good you enjoy that yeah i enjoy it 
And there's so many comes up and tells me how they you got know, a big kick out of what, yeah, your little adventures. Especially people that's got cancer. Really? Yeah, just over. A lot of them ain't even talking. I don't know why. What I'm, I mean, it's just bad for to have to go through it. And this year, what I'm doing, if I can get to it, it makes them happy. Well, that's good. Uh, that's nice stuff. And yeah, it's something you get to do with your, with your yeah. family, too. And this so. is real life. Everything that you see Mama oh. doing, that I, I do plan, like the fart spray and stuff like that. But what she says and what she does, that's... It's organic. That, that's yeah. all yeah. off the cuff, yeah. and it's live. Yeah, that's it. That's great stuff. I mean, if you tell her to, like, to say something or try to, okay, let's pretend or whatever, she can't do it. She's like a deer in headlights. She's just like... <laughs> I don't know what to say or do, you know. Have you gotten her any any up here in the mountains yet? No, not yet. <laughs> uh, well, no. We did, well, I did do a video last night of her. She don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. What did you do? They, they got me a stand in the clo- at the closet trying to get me some clothes. And I didn't have nothing on but my top. <laughs> but it, it went on down far enough. <laughs> Well, this was whenever we first got to the motel after we ate, and we come in, and we didn't have the key to the door. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. It's, and well, it's on Facebook. <laughs> I, I told I said, I put the key in my pocketbook. Well, both of them looked. Either one of them ain't in, in there, and it was in there. That's where it was at. And you Mama, know where you put it at. And Mama gets nervous. Like, anytime we go anywhere, she's like, where's the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? Well, it's important. And she gets nervous. And when she gets nervous, she gets worked up. And then she has to go. <laughs> so then we come back from eating. And we got on the elevator. And we, we said we didn't, and we didn't know where the key was. Just, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I got to go. <laughs> hey, some things can't wait. You gotta luckily, go. Well, luckily there was a bathroom there, right beside, you know, like a public bathroom, and she took off running. And anyway, it's on it's on Facebook. Oh, all right, we're watching that here. Well, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna have to like get her like down the uh, the walkway and check out some of the shops. Oh, you know? she can't walk. <laughs> well, she's a celebrity. We'll get it. She well, get we a car, man. She'll, she'll we'll get one of these little golf carts that are running around in here. Yeah, they take yeah, you around wherever you want to go. Yeah. I had that operation or whatever it was. They done she my broke hip. her hip. Oh, goodness. And yeah. that's what bothers me. Not real bad sometimes, but it hurts me. Well, I want you to walk over here. You're tough. You come yeah. over here just fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she's she's getting doing better. So I have watched some of your stuff because my wife turned me on to and, and you guys are funny and, and you do make us laugh. And I absolutely <laughs> love that. So if people have. Um, it, it, like anybody doesn't know who you are, but if people haven't seen it yet, tell them a good place where they can go and get a good laugh um, at you guys. Well, they can do TikTok and then Facebook and YouTube. Marge in charge. Marge in charge, yeah. Because you are, in fact, in charge. Yeah, and she <laughs> is. And I get people fussing at me because they say she's got dementia, and I'm like, no, ma'am. That's her. You know, that's her. That's, yeah. just, that's been like well, that Well, what I think life. is one of the, the most special things about that is is you guys have this fun as a family. Yeah. And that is outstanding yeah. stuff. I'll do it as long as she wants to. She yep. gets up in the morning and says, I'm done, I'm done, that's it. Because she's I, the boss and she's yeah. in charge. Because she's in yeah. charge, but I can't yeah. imagine she's... <laughs> I'm going to do it as long as I can. There yeah. you go. Good. Well, we're excited to see everything you can. I and, told her, I said, Mom, I said, 
Um, what was it? I said, you're going to have to hurry up and make me a million dollars. And she said, well, Trish, I guess you'll die first. <laughs> if I'm going to make out, I'm keeping it to myself. It's like, that's not going to happen. You buy yourself a nude beach, right? <laughs> Hey, thank you, thank you guys for coming thank over and you. talking thank to us, taking the time really this morning. It. And and uh, I saw them, I saw them doing scaring you yesterday with these costumes and stuff. They shouldn't do that, should they? That's awful. The, the clown when he came over and scared Jim. Oh, cool. I don't pay no attention. Yeah, boy, you about to whoop them is what you was about to it do. And he's taking I mean, chair to him. I I just can't hardly stand them. He, if they've just got a face on her, I, I don't like She it. hates Halloween. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Me and the boys, my, my twins, we love it. Absolutely love Halloween, and she hates it. I looked over, I saw him do it. I was like, she's about to take a chair to that guy here in just a minute. <laughs> and I hope they get that on video, because that'll be good. <laughs> and she, like, jerks and goes on every time she hears something. She's yeah. looking, you know, see if somebody's behind her. It's Tell the them kids that me going to the, what, what is it you call it? Down there in Spruce Pine? Which one? We're at Bloom Blowed Up and Bustin' Oh, oh no, that wasn't in Spruce Pond. We took her to um, <laughs> a drag queen show. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know where I was going. Well, it was her birthday, and it's when she first went viral. Yeah. And we have a friend that works there, and, and they were like, it's her birthday, bring her and everything. Well, Mom was scared to death, you know. She's like. Had no I've idea never, where you're yeah, taking her. Yeah, she's like, I've never been. I was like, it's fine. But she ended up having a great time. But when it went viral, she's like, "Oh my God, somebody's going to shoot us. They're going to, they're going to kidnap me or something." I'm like, "Mom, nobody wants you, really." Drive her down the road, take her back. Yeah. Here, take her back. Yeah. But, I'll be glad to for some. So, yeah. yeah, take her for a little while. So they were doing their, you know, dance routine or whatever. Anyway, and one of the balloons popped. And when it popped, she screamed in front of the whole Scared place. Thought somebody, somebody shot her. Thought somebody got you. <laughs> I, love I, was that. Awful, I was awful scared when it first started. I, bet. I was. You didn't know what they had you into, did you? Well, well, actually, before it, before it, that went viral, yeah. I, I posted videos all the time ever. So around the house, like in Elizabethan, you know, yeah. Tennessee, yeah. And Johnson City, people would know her. And she'd come out the car. She said, "What have you done now?" Because everybody's saying, "Hey, Marge, hey, Marge," you know. Oh. Like, I just posted that video, and then whenever that hit, I mean, it was just like. I mean, she can go anywhere, and somebody, rec- and if somebody doesn't recognize her, she's like, "Well, nobody even knew who I was." You know. And <laughs> so a lot of times I'll post where Mama's at, so that way, you know, maybe a couple people. Mama's going to the Walmart. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's so fun. That one Walmart, like, well, maybe like two months after it went viral, Mama was in Walmart, and I was looking for her, and I couldn't find her, and I come through the clothes, and I heard Trisha, Trisha. <laughs> I was like looking around. Me and Lincoln was like, "What?" You know, and she was ducked down. She's close. <laughs> She's like, "Oh my God! I just got out of produce. I've been in there for two hours." <laughs> She's hiding in the clothes. Dang, dang paparazzi! <laughs> that's oh, that's a, good. Honestly, that's the truth. I swear, I was in there at least an hour. Trying to get out of produce. Yeah, I couldn't get away from them. Every time I'd start, they'd start Well, talking. that's what happens when you become a celebrity. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk to you. And she said, Lord, have mercy. I ain't bad got to look at that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she loves it, though. She, oh, she, good. And we go a lot with Wade Jennings. I don't know if you know yeah, him. Yeah, I, I do know that. Is, and yeah. so we go a lot with him. So she's she enjoys doing that, too. That's, so that's he's great. He's been in Alaska. And, um, all of, I guess I met all of them. 
moonshine or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows. Went drinking with them, I guess. Oh, yeah. Dancing <laughs> on the tables, the stripper pole. <laughs> she has been on a stripper pole. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> I was on that. <laughs> we oh, had a party bus. Oh, Lord. And so Josh Owens, one of the moonshiners, was on there with us, and there was several. And we went to Darren Knight's show. Yeah. And um, so they had the stripper pole right in the middle of that bus, and I'm sitting over in a corner being the good little daughter. You know, you, you yep. reap what you sow. Uh-huh. It's what you're told, you know. But I didn't reap what I sowed with my children. <laughs> I'm doing it with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> so they stopped the bus, and I look around, and Mama's got her leg hanging around that. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, what the crap? Josh what has I got done? a $100 bill, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is going downhill quick. He didn't give it to me. That's, That's the worst part of it. Josh, we're calling you out on yeah, man, you owe Mark some money. Bucks. <laughs> Don't tease her like that. She worked hard for that. <laughs> he even left his boots under your bed, did he? <laughs> Under your man. <laughs> you were with me. <laughs> Lord have mercy. He had stayed with us that weekend. And so we slept on the, on the bed in the, in the yeah. living room, and he had like a little uh, sleeping bag or something at the foot of that bed. And uh, we didn't think nothing of it, you know. And my husband, he was, we got home, and I got out, and he went to take the stuff out, and there was a pair of boots. He said, whose boots? I said, oh, they're Josh's. And he's like, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. It's tonight with us over the weekend. I said, it was on Mama's side. <laughs> Mama, you causing trouble. Watch her grin. She knows. She knows. Hey, that. Thank you for the great laugh this morning oh, <laughs> and all the other laughs before we've met you and, and all the future ones because <laughs> in, in, in those, uh, our listeners who don't know who are are going to know now. Yeah. So uh, we, we're excited. Yeah. When you laugh. It's good stuff. That's, that's good advice, though. Yeah. Is, is yeah. laugh. Laughter is always that's the, the best that's medicine. That's the best medicine. Oh, yeah. Marge. Thank you so much for talking with us today. You will. And, and, I, and I hope they and I hope they don't scare you anymore this weekend. If they do, we'll come down yeah, there. And if, we'll if, if you need some help, you just come on. Just yell at us. We'll come right on down there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you. Hey guys, we're here with Lance from Low Vision Studios, and uh, I met you on uh, on when we loaded in the other day, and went over and looked at his stuff, and he does some some really awesome pinup style. Uh, artwork with some uh, pop culture characters. Yes. Yeah. So uh, tell us about your work. Um, I mean, basically, I like uh, pinup stuff. Yeah. Um, fan, always of the bombshell, um, girls on the side of airplanes. Thing. Yeah, the, the World War II nose art. Yeah. That's probably where I'd love to be. I mean, I've been publishing several pinup magazines, and that's where I'd really like to get in back into then more than the comic book side. Right. Because I'm not a big comic book follower, and yeah. people are like, hey, do you know this person? And if it's not like the top five or six right. people, I'm like, I have no idea. But the beauty of it <laughs> is, is you can transform those characters yes. in, into that, um, to have that look about them, because yeah. I looked at your stuff, and it's really, really awesome. Thank you. Um, explain to us why it's called Low Vision Studios. I was born legally blind, so I was born blind. Right. But he has, but it's really awesome how you're able to perform that. So you said you do a lot of it under uh, heavy magnification. Yeah, I have a six times magnifier, a little pocket-sized one, and that's the only way I do it. It's, everything's concepted through that magnifying glass. Right. So how long have you been doing this type of work? 
I was drawing since I could hold a pencil yeah, or a crayon, right. whichever came first. <laughs> and um, did it my whole life. I had more art classes in high school because I couldn't do math. doesn't make any sense. English, nothing made any sense but drawing. And my portfolio won a top ten in New England. Nice. And they threw me in Boston Museum of Fine Arts every really? weekend in college in Boston. So I was taking the train, the T, all the way to Boston every weekend to yeah. draw women. <laughs> that's that's phenomenal, though. Yeah. I mean, that's really awesome. You said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you said that you were uh, an athlete, too, bike, yes. biking. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that, too. Um, got up to about 260 pounds, alcoholic, depression, everything that sits in with all that. Right. Um, and decided to get back on a bicycle because I used to ride a bicycle we all, like we all did when we were kids. Yeah. And um, got back on the bicycle, started losing weight, found a a local race, and they had a bunch of the pro cyclists there, and then there was a bunch of people on hand cycles and tandems and things like that, and I was yeah. just like, what's this? And they're like, oh, this is people with disabilities, which I call an inconvenience. Right. Um, and I'm like, well, can I do that? And everybody's like, no, nah, you can't do that. You're too old, blah, 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 right? So I'm like, well, somebody else I'm told me show I, you. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't do something. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, on it now. Here we go. Yeah. And the next thing you knew, I was actually at a camp for Learn to Race at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. Wow. So that led from that race to another race to another race, and it went to living at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs with, you know, all the famous non-pair athletes were there yeah. to living at Chula Vista at the Olympic Training Center there and went from just a basic bike shop rider to Team USA. That's that's, that's so awesome. cool, man. So from Team USA, I won three national championships, um, was one ranked ninth in the world, contender for Rio Olympics, which there's a lot of politics involved, mm. and um, stopped that after a certain time and went back about – Three and a half years ago, I'd say now, BC before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and um, still competed, still got, I think it was two second place finishes and hadn't been racing for two and a half years. That's wow. genetically, um, have like a bigger lung cage and yeah. heart and everything else because I He's can bring myself it. to different levels. I guess it's because I did it when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, because I, you know, being in school, being bullied at school. I would always have these giant books because they didn't know how to deal with person with a vision problem. So, like, a vocabulary book was five times bigger than anybody else's Oh, so a bigger font. Yeah, yeah, bigger font. So I'd have to carry it all in my backpack, and everybody would pick on me, so I would just ride my bicycle. So it so was all my, my You were, you were training and just didn't know yeah, you were I training. Yeah, I didn't know I was training. So what you did is, in, in your own words, you took the inconvenience yep. and turned it into some positives yeah yeah that's outstanding so your your artwork back to your artwork what do you um i guess what do you what's your favorite thing to do i mean you always should do pinups but do you like create do you like to create your own your own images your own characters i mean you come up with a lady in your head and draw her out is is it kind of like like your core favorite thing i I understand you do the pop culture and the comic stuff like that because people enjoy that that work but you know deep down if you could draw something all the time but you know what kind of thing would it be um, it'd still be pan up stuff. Yeah, it'd just, still be just like the nose, just like the nose of a 
yeah. of a bomber in World yeah. War Two kind of thing. Because that's it's. I don't know if we all believe in reincarnation. I believe in the forties. I was on this earth. That's you know, awesome. Because it's yeah. just something about that time era. Just that, that's really connected with yeah. you, and that's yeah. something that's special to like, you. Like I was, when we was. I was younger. I lived in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I went to the USS Arizona. That's on yeah, the, okay. the memorial. Yeah. And by the time I even started walking on the memorial, I was already in tears. <laughs> Something really special touched you. Something, about that. Yeah. and I didn't even make it to you know looking over the edge yeah. or anything yet. And there was just like it was just like I feel like I was already there. Something and special. Yeah. 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 I, man, that's 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 amazing. But when I got back into this, I started with um, looking for models yeah. that I could work with. Yeah. And. You know how hard it is to talk to somebody about, hey, can I draw you? Yeah, they you probably, yeah, I mean? their, their initial thing these days is probably like, that's got some kind of weirdo. It's a like creeper. It's yeah. like, you don't understand this. I, I, I have a really art talent here, uh-huh. and, and I think that I can make this imagery of you pretty amazing. And one of the models is actually here yeah. at this show. Oh, yeah, you drew um, one of the, the one of the ladies that does a professional cosplay, yeah, right? Ivy Cosplay. Yeah, okay. yeah I think we're, we're going to try to talk to her She's today, so hopefully, today, yeah. 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 She is, she she was one of the first people, the first person that said, yeah, you could draw me. And I was like, seriously? That's you know? great. And then her husband's the photographer, and I'm like, hey, I'm having this problem with hands. I'm trying to get back to doing hands, and, you know, there's only so many things you can look at your own hand. He sent me, like, 500 pictures of his wife. Like, so just whole work things on, yeah. and just yeah. poses. Different hand poses, and I'm yeah. like, how grateful is that? That's pretty awesome. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not an artist, so I, I don't draw, but I have heard that that, that hands are very difficult yeah. on that stuff because, well, I like tattoos and and here in, in reading things about pinups, apparently it's very difficult for tattoo artists to come yeah. to, to work on. I imagine it's it's just as difficult for, for you working it's, on paper it, like that. Just something about that particular part of the anatomy. Yeah, it's it's just different. People don't usually think about it because you're not really ever looking at your hands. It's right. just an extension of your body that you don't pay much attention to. When you look at somebody, you have vision, I guess, <laughs> you know, you, you, you see the person. You don't look at their hands and like, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So tell our folks where they can find your work online. Um, Low Vision Studios on Facebook. I think it's under the Art Alliance footer on Instagram. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's the whole social media thing. You can just Google my name, Lance Footer, and, you know, stuff will pop up on YouTube and racing and you know yeah well we're gonna we're definitely gonna post uh, links to your stuff on our on our social media and and on this on this episode when it's completed because we want people to check out your stuff and i'm gonna go over after a while and look at some more of it myself because i i think it's phenomenal so Lance, thank you so much for coming thank by you. and talking with thank us you. about your stuff man and we look forward to uh to seeing all your stuff and the new things you come up with so thank you brother all right thanks man thank you dan dan payton Dan is in the building. It is you again. What's going on, buddy? One of our favorite author friends, man. Probably our favorite author friend. Why, thank you. (laughs) I need need all the fans I can get. (laughs) Although now that I'm in Michigan, I don't need too many fans. It's not that hot up there. (laughs) It's not that hot. Man, so you're down here today, and and we know that you came all this way just because you know where we're going to be here, too. So that's part of of it. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So what are you working on now, man? Well, right now I am working on a – well, not working on. I'm working with a new publisher with a new book. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking – 
you mention last time the owl headed wand? No, I don't know that you mentioned that one. I think we talked about your current publishing stuff. Yeah, um, I met a, I met a publisher who also runs a traveling bookstore for speculative fiction at Comic Con. Oh, it's called neat. Bard's Tower. Bard's oh, Tower. I think I've okay. seen that. Yeah. Yeah. They were at uh, Rocky Top Game Con, if I remember. No, they were at no. uh, Fanboy last They're year. Fanboy. Fanboy. Okay, yeah. that's where yeah. it was. Yeah. And uh, Lexi Vandenberg runs that, and it is a the the tower hosts authors from all different publishers. That the, the tower is not the publisher; the publisher runs the tower. Understood. And so they have some bigger names in there: Michael Stackpool, uh, Timothy Zahn's been there. They have uh, Larry Korea. They, you know, they have different people that have been in the tower, and they travel all over the place. In fact, this weekend they're in two different places, and they've they've got some big names that are always there. And well, Alexi, who runs that, he also has started a new publishing house. Um, Prince of Cats Publishing. Okay. And I knew he, Alexi has a background and promotional stuff with the bigger publishers. And so I'd already known him and I, I called him one day totally lamenting the fact I'm trying to get this new book published. I love it. And I can't find anybody. A little background why I was so adamant to find a publisher is this book. I had it edited and something I recommend anybody who wants to get a book published, either self-published or professionally published or traditionally published, is you have to pay for a good, legit editor. Right. I found a woman on a website called Readsy that they do. It's a clearinghouse for people who want to freelance with editing. Well, they, a lot of freelancers there, they work for the big five during the week, but oh, they like freelance at gig. times yeah. to extra money. And trust me, it's not a little extra money. It's a, you, know, you pay a chunk of change to do this, but they right. do good work. I didn't know that the person I picked also has worked with uh, Scholastic. She's worked no with the, you know the big children's publishing, and when she sent me back the corrections, which of course there's a lot of corrections needed, which that's great, so I paid her. Yeah. Her note said, "This should be published. This is the kind of work that I've seen published in Scholastic for kids." And I'm like, "Someone given me who has that background, that kind of, you know, go ahead." I'm like, yeah. I, "I've got to find a publisher." Yeah. No one was publishing. And I couldn't, the big publishers weren't even giving me the time of day, more so than usual. You know, they have 60 billion people asking for their attention every right. day. I respect that. I know it's going to take me a year just to get their attention, but I was getting nothing. And I couldn't figure out why. And finally called Alexia and was like, you're in this field. What's going on? Yeah. And come to find out, big publishing is suffering right now for lack of paper. Really? They get paper from China. There's a big contract that hold over their head that the big five have to get their paper for book publishing from China. And China has been, through all the different things going on recently, China is stingy on this. So, yeah, everything's So the big publishing yeah. at the time I talked to him was like 20 months behind on already contracted books getting published. Really? Oh, so they just so weren't taking on there's any no new contracts. Yeah. No new room. And the, and the risk is 20 months behind, if they hi- get new people to put on the back end of that, it's, they're going to be sitting in the back end for a long time. Right. So he said this, they're just not looking. They're just... They're They've closed the door, shut the you know the windows. They said no more. Agents are contracting new new authors, but the agents can't get anywhere either. So wow. then Alexi <laughs> just just kindly said, "Do you mind if I look at it?" And I was like, "Okay, why? Well, I have a publisher. I am a publisher." Yeah. And so I was like, "Sure." And I, I handed it over to him, and he loved it. And so we signed a contract a while back. And um, now, of course, convention seasons hit, so he's been running with that. But mm-hmm. we're working again now. We hope to have it to debut it at DragonCon. Wow! That's awesome. So that's that's I mean, that's just a dream come true for me. And now the owl-headed wand. It was inspired by a wand, a hand-turned wooden wand I got from a artisan at Fanboy about 
I'd say six years ago. Yeah. I was one of my first fanboys that I went to as an author. Uh, this guy made wands, and he made beautiful wooden wands with the tops of them. He would hand carve, not turn, um, little animals, eagle heads, dragon heads, stuff like that. But he had one had a full little owl sitting on top of it. That's and I really thought cool. it looked really different, really neat. I took it, and I said to myself, I'm going to write a story about this. Yeah. And so I took that, and it's a couple years later, I finally had the inspiration to write a book about, and the book is called The Owl-Headed Wand, based on that. And I, and I just fell in love with the story. The story is about a young man named James who's an orphan. And he has a horrible backstory of, of his, his mother abandoning him, his, you know, living on the streets. He's only um, eight when the story, when, he's, when he loses everything, he's literally being forced into being a, a thief. And he's being bullied by kids who are older than him. The story starts when he's about 10 years old. And he is being bullied into stealing wands from a wand maker. Okay. And in this world of Johan, wands are, some wands are one shots. So this wand only does this one spell, but you, you get wand makers to make you like a satchel of wands. So if you need to start a fire, oh. pull out your fire wand. You know, wands are tools. And, but they're very expensive. They're hard to make. Right. So he's being bullied into breaking in at night and stealing wands. Well, he does, but right after he steals the wands, the wand maker shows up and captures them all. He stops them, but the wand maker recognizes those bullies are the real criminals. He's been bullied. And so he sends those kids to prison, but he send, takes in James and starts to apprentice him. Okay. He, he helps him, and it's the story of James growing up. It's a true coming-of-age fantasy that deals with how James has to learn what it means to have a family, to be loved, to learn forgiveness for his own past, forgiveness for others. The, the ultimate moral of the story is forgiveness because in the end he has to learn what it means and what power is in him to forgive and what okay. it does for him. This story is, I, I, I say, you know, definitely bias here, it's one of my more beautiful stories for children's stories because while it's a definite basic fantasies and all the fantasy elements, real fun, it is about family, building a family, what family means to a person, and then what it means to forgive your past so you can move forward to your future. That's awesome. So that's so sometime in the near future, this yeah. is going to be a thing. Yep. And that's, and so, so maybe Dragon Con. Yeah, that, that's the objective, and that's it's pushing it because we just started working on it. Um, but I know Alexi, he's got, he's got a lot of hands on deck on, on working on several books for this Dragon Con release. So I expect he will get it done. He's, he's one of these people that when he sets his mind to something, things get done. So. That's awesome. So when that comes available, you got to yell back at us, send me a text. Well, I, I think that's something that my girls might be into. Yeah. I mean, because that's, that's going to be. They're readers. They're readers, and they. Uh, they enjoy stuff like that, so that that might be one I have to give me a couple of signed copies and uh, mm-hmm. get two little I'm girls sure, reading. I'm sure Dan would break down and sign one for you. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll think about it. Yeah, he'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. He's got a pen at the time, but uh, but come back and talk to us when that you know mm-hmm. you know we'll call in or something like that because we're, we're excited to do that. And real quick, tell give us. Um, our listeners again where they can find your other stuff because you've got a bunch of really good stuff out there well you can find all of my books through my website which is peytonpublications.com uh, amazon.com barnes noble you can find my books um that's base you know basically of course my publishers causing media production now prince of cats ambassador international any of these um their websites will have my books right but um, Amazon, if you want um, print or ebook or audiobook, at this time, everything I have currently available is in all three formats. That's awesome. So if you're wanting it, it's out there. You also got a comic. 
Yes, over there. yes, yeah. we have we released a new comic. I think I debuted it at Rocky Top Games. I'm yeah. in my very first mm-hmm. place for that. Um, so I just want to mention it again, though. Yeah, it's it's it's. I've never done a comic before. I have a superhero series, and I wanted to do a comic with, but I am not a comic artist or author. And writing a comic is a very different objective than writing a book. Very different. And I learned all the ins and outs of that by creating this one with my with my publisher Cosby Media, and they created a new pub a new sub branch in their house that's called Star Child Comics. And so they have several comics out there by the different authors, but uh, mine is, uh, um, the book series is Bark, is the name of it, and this is the fourth story in the series. So it's a little confusing when I hand it to people. They're like, oh, I want the comic. I'm like, yeah, but it's the fourth. Yeah. (laughs) Although, honestly, I've had people read it and say it's totally readable on its own. Well, right. that's good. So I'm, I'm glad to say that because I, I personally, from my perspective, because, I of course, I have my writer's brain. I'm looking at the story and everything from this meta view of everything. I'm like, but well, you can't understand why, why he is the way he is and why she's. And like, you, you, maybe you don't need to yeah. to get the story of this book. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as comic fans, sometimes we just find something that we like and we go with it. Yeah. Yep. So, so Dan, yell back at us, man, when the, when, when the uh, owl-headed wand, right? Mm-hmm. The owl-headed wand comes out. So everybody stay tuned to that. Go look at Dan's um, website, uh, social media, and all that. Follow, monitor that website because he's got some great stuff, and he's a great guy. And uh, if you want to, you want to see some fun stuff, check out his stuff and read it. So, hey man, good to talk to you again. And uh, obviously, I'll come over and harass you. Me and Wes will at your booth here in a little bit because <laughs> yep. that's kind of what yep. we do. Yeah, I'll bring you some more sandwiches or something because you're flying solo today. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we no got help. your back, buddy. Yeah. We got your back. We got you. All right, bro. Thanks, man. All right, guys, we've got Ivy Cosplay with us here. She's been kind enough to, to give us a few moments of her time. But thanks for, thanks for joining us there on the, on the show today. Uh, so I guess the question I've got is, what got you into cosplaying? Well, thank you so much for having me here with you guys today. I really appreciate it. Um, what, what inspired me to be a cosplayer? Mm-hmm. Well, I usually did it for Halloween only. Okay. And when I went to my first con, I was like, oh, I can do that all the time whenever I wanted to? Heck yes. <laughs> That's so great. I decided to do it. And since then, since 2010, I've been doing it and I've been having fun with this. That's the biggest thing, though, is, is getting to have fun with it. Because I know I do a lot of cosplay. Chad's done some, but it, it's... We do a lot of charity work, so I've done a lot of stuff like that. And I see people like you, and I'm like, wow, they have spent a lot of time, a lot of effort on these costumes. And, I mean, it's really impressive. So, I mean, you look amazing today. And Thank you so much. What, what are we going with today? Well, today is your That's from Spy Family. Okay. There you go. All right. It's, um, I just started to wash it, and I got in love with it. I love Anya, but definitely I needed to cosplay this one. Yes, and, and that's <laughs> awesome. And the armor yesterday was fantastic. Red Sonia. Yeah, yes. Red Sonia that, was so nice. That was a lot of work. Thank you so much. I bet. Yeah, that, that was that was some high quality. That was very very nice. And the props too. I like props. So the weapons and stuff, fantastic. Yeah, Thank those were you. Great. That took me a few months to do it. The scales was something that I did for the first time. Scales are a pain in the butt. Oh, my Lord. If you put just one wrong, you have to open the whole thing and do it again. And I have to actually, 
I did it like three times, oh, the gosh. bottom part. And then the top part, um, the bra that is in, in scales as mm -hmm. well, that one took me a little bit. But I decided to change it a little bit yesterday and I did like a, a bigger chest plate, yeah. but that one wasn't foamy. Okay. So it was a little bit easier for me to glue it and then paint it. So it, that one well, took me it, two it, days. It, it went in with the rest, so it, yes. it all matched up very, very well. And you can tell the attention to detail that you obviously care about really well, doing it the right way versus just throwing something together. And, and that, that works out very well. So when you come to cons, I mean, you, you're doing photos and, and selling some professional photos and things like that. Is that what yes. you – yeah, that's very awesome. So, and you've been doing that for how long? Since 2010. 2010. Mm -hmm. Nice. And where are you at? I've obviously – you. You have a you're not from around here originally, so so where are you from originally? Originally from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, okay, yes. great, great. I'm Puerto Rican, and I live right now in Florida. Florida, okay. For the past 22 years. Nice. So we drove. Ooh. Did you really? Hours. Yes, we drove 12 hours, uh, but it was fun. Everybody in here has been wonderful. Good, good. Have you um, you have any more cons lined up on your schedule that you're going to? Yes, there's a small one that I'm going to be at uh, Orlando, at uh, Florida, and then there will be another one in Fargo that I oh, will be into. North North Dakota. Yes. <laughs> okay. They invited me last year, and it was super fun. So I was blessed to be invited again. So you're so like, absolutely, I'm, I'm going. Yes. <laughs> That's. Uh, they that, were amazing. That's awesome. So when you get, when you decide to come to a con like this, where it's two days, how do you decide what cosplay you're going to go with on a particular day? Well, right now I wanted to bring something new. Yeah. And I was working on Red Sonia. I was able to finish it, so I was like, I need to bring something new. So I decided to bring Red Sonia, and this one I I got it as new too. So I decided, you know, let's bring something that not everybody has seen. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yes, and it's not in my portfolio yet. I just added it in oh, my portfolio. Oh, so the first time getting to see it is to, today. It was in here, yes. Wow. Yeah. Same as Red Sonja. That's okay. really, that's really that awesome. That was the first time I used it in a con. Yeah, that, that's really good. So that's kind of, you try to do something new. Yes. Maybe if it's a, it's a multi-day con, new and then something that's popular maybe? Yes. Yeah. I okay. tried to do that like for uh, Fargo last year. There's a friend of mine, Christopher, and I'm in his comic. And um, I did his armor, Vampire. Okay. So I took that one there, and I used it for the first time on there, too. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. So when you're thinking about what you're going to do, what is your, what's like the next thing that you really want to do? Well, um, since I did Red Sonja and it took me so much work, I want to step it up a little bit more. So I'm trying to look to see what else I can do that is a little bit more challenging. Yeah. So I can do better and I can keep learning. Because from each individual costume, you learn a little bit more. Right. You're Absolutely. like, oh, I never did scales. Oh, now I know how to do that. So let's learn to do something else. Sewing? Well, I'm pretty good at sewing. Thank God for that. That's <laughs> a handy, handy thing to have when you're a cosplayer. Oh, yes. Because that's one thing I can't do. Uh, thank goodness my wife knows how to sew. Uh, she's fixed some things. But, like, I, I do mostly foam. So uh -huh. that's, uh, I'm a foam smith. So I can appreciate, like, you know, I was looking at your axe, and I'm like, wow, she's, she's bevel her edges, and she's sanded this down, and yeah. she's done this and done this. 
and so stuff stuff like that does not go unnoticed. You know, we we see it, so we appreciate that. But have you thought about doing like an original costume, like something that's just from your imagination? Have you thought about anything like that? I have done original, but not mine all. Okay. Okay. So that's a good. I mean, like now you're gonna make me think. Ah, she's, she's like, great. <laughs> well, I mean, you're obviously talented. You're me well, you're obviously talented, and you have a bunch of, of costumes. Yes. I would just imagine you could probably put something together and create your own character out of it because that would be really neat. So now, how to think about that? Yeah, well, when you do, let us know because we want we'd be yes, very, very interested to see sure. that. So next year, she can come back <laughs> and she can debut that costume. See, Here see? We go. Yeah. I have a year to think about it and to do it. <laughs> <laughs> see, helping you out. Yeah. Thank you. No yeah. con crunch involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can folks find you and all of your work and things like that? So. You've got that right oh, there, so uh, it, I will read it for her. There you it go. Is yes, Ivy yes. Cosplay on Instagram. Thank you. Ivette Cosplay on Facebook. And Yvette. Yvette. And then Ivy Cosplay on TikTok. Yes. That's right. Well, we will share all of that information to our listeners because we have a bunch of cosplay listeners that just love this stuff. And to see a, a, and see a pro doing some really cool stuff. Good stuff. Thank you and I so know much. thank you thank you for taking a minute away from your table and your fans to come and talk to us. We really appreciate and that. And thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're right. yeah, so well, awesome. yeah. Have a great show. You as well, thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you. Skylar. Hello. What's up, dude? Not much, man. How is uh, the business going on over there, man? Sage Lake is thriving, guys. Yeah. Let me tell you. Smoky Mountain Fan Fest this year has been so fun. Yeah. Um We've done great. We've met a lot of cool, creative people. We're seeing, I've seen a lot of people over at the booth um, yeah. selling some masks. Yeah, we are, man. And most of all, we're seeing just, like, so many cool cosplays and stuff, which is really near and dear to our art. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so that's been awesome. Yeah. So uh, I, I walked over there and I looked, and, and I, you know, we know you for your masks and stuff that you do. But you got some dice over there now, too. Yes. Yes, we do have dice. And Nakai has been working very hard to crank out a bunch of new dice sets. Um, we love tabletop gaming. We love fantasy role play. So, because somebody got into D and D here, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Has, has just eat it up. <laughs> That's yes. good stuff. Yes, we are obsessed now. Like we play, you know, every other week. We have a cool little group of friends who, you know, get together and play D and D and stuff. Um, naturally, because we are crafters and makers, like we were like, well, let's start making terrain and dice and like go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Might as well, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So. Uh, Again, and people, we've had young force people, or people know, but let's remind them what Sage Lake is. Yeah, so Sage Lake is a brand that Nakai, my girlfriend and partner, founded um, in 2021. Uh, we are crafters, we are makers, and most of all, we make nerdy props and collectibles. Um, so whenever you see us at a convention, you know, please come and check out our collectibles, check out our cosplays. Um, we are always making new costumes and um, just being nerdy crafters. That's what we are, you know. So. Yeah, I saw her yesterday. In that wicked costume that she had. Yes. Uh, who, who was she uh, yesterday? So she was the tyrant from Resident Evil that's 2. Right, that's yes. right, that's right, that's right. Did she do her own makeup or did you do that? or who? No, she did it all by herself, yeah. It um, looked amazing. She woke up at 3 a.m. to start that. Oh. And she worked very hard on the whole trench coat, the hat, you know, everything. Like, she can do it all. It's yeah. really cool. Um, that's awesome. We really like making costumes in different ways. So, like, for me, for example, when I make a costume, 
I like to rehaul things that I find, like at thrift shops yeah. and like online for cheap, and just make it my own. Like okay. make it real, you know, different and, and stuff. That and, that's a that's a key component to cosplaying. Is, yes, is repurposing. Repurposing. <laughs> that's the word I'm looking for. Yes, yes. There you I, go. I like to repurpose when I do cosplay because it's like taking something from point A to point B is like so freaking satisfying. Yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's cool. Yeah. So what's uh. You got some dice sets going on now, yeah. but what's the next big thing for you guys? Oh yeah, well, so at the end of the day, you know, I like to say that the content that we put out is our priority. You know, we do uh, have a vendors table at the conventions that we go to, but most of all, like we are content creators. Yeah. So you know, the best way to help us out is to check out our YouTube channel, Sage Lake, where you can find videos about cosplay, crafting. You know, we make a couple tutorial videos here and there. Um, so. You know, we are trying to uh, make our content our priority more than anything. Right. You know? um, so, yeah, that's kind of what we have on the plate. Uh, we have tons of new videos coming out throughout the year. We also make vlogs at the conventions that we go to, like we're filming today here yeah, at Smoky awesome. Mountain Fan Fest. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, check out our content. That's what we're working on the hardest, and we are still going to be cranking out some new um, you know, souvenirs and things at our table as well. Okay, so if people um, people watch your content and they really like your videos and things like that, then it, and they want a piece of Sage Lake, then they can come and see you at, at cons. Exactly. But, but uh, are you, do you have an online marketplace as well? We don't, actually. We actually are exclusively at conventions. Okay, so well, then that gives you a reason to come. Exactly. And uh, you guys going to be at Fanboy? We are going to be at Fanboy right, Expo. So Fanboy Expo, this is another... Uh, another fine artist that's going to be at Fanboy. So when you guys listen to this episode, it'll be the it'll be this weekend. It'll be this weekend. <laughs> so if you're be listening there. to it, it, you know, in, in the what's, appropriate what's, time frame. This what's is funny? Like, Skylar will talk to you, and he loves this stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, because I know you and I have spoken many times about uh, different cosplay stuff and, and you know tips and tricks and, and things that you can do. And, 100%. And and they've got some really neat things. Uh, well, in the videos, you said the content's the, the, the kicker. And, uh, I know, but I'm a, I'm a prop guy. I oh, love... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what we are, you know what I mean? Like, the content that we make is mostly about the props and collectibles. That's who we are as people. We are makers. We are cosplayers. Um, and it's really fun to be able to share that stuff with people online, like on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and again, I'll pro, or, or I'll pump them up again because they they donated to the uh, the big giveaway that we did there at Rocket Top Game Con. So that was uh, that was awesome too. So Thanks these guys. they're they're fantastic people. Uh, I would ask you if you haven't already, um, listeners. I know we got some new listeners because of this con. So go find Sage Lake on YouTube and uh, subscribe and like their videos and see what. Uh, See what these Click, guys like and subscribe. Yeah, all that, all that good yeah. stuff, and see what see what kind of craziness they come out with, and then come and see them at a con and pick up some of their handcrafted items as well. Thank so you. I will say too, if anybody ever needs any tips or tricks, you know, we're always learning as well. Um, we are not masters by any means, but we are definitely uh, learning and getting better as we go. If anybody ever needs tips on cosplay, just reach out to us. Like we're, yeah. you know, we love communicating with the community. Um, with other crafters as well. So just, that's the best way to do that on the YouTube page? or Yeah, go ahead and leave us some comments, and we'll get right back to you. Um, or just message us directly you know, on Instagram, Facebook, anything that you have. So. Outstanding. And, and then uh, come see him at Fanboy Expo or at, you know, a bunch of cons. He's a been, con near they, you. These guys have been at everything we've been at, so they're just <laughs> they're part of the fam. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Nathan Scholar, thanks, brother, for hey. coming by and talking to us again. We look forward to talking to you next time, man. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. Go ahead, All right, guys. We have 
royalty in the house. It's in fact, yes. Because she has the <laughs> crown and the sash to prove it. Yes. <laughs> Miss Smoky Mountain. USA. 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 All right. Uh, well, I mean, can we call you by an actual name? Yes. <laughs> I forgot this. The, uh, the headphones are having a difficult time getting over the crown. <laughs> I fixed it, though. Yeah, you got it. All right, good deal. My name is Allie Grace Gilstrap, and I'm Miss Smoky Mountain USA. Um, I compete for Miss Tennessee USA in March of next awesome. year. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So what, what have you always done this sort of thing, or did uh, is this something new, or what, what, what's going on with it? <laughs> so I've competed in pageants since I was two weeks old. Wow. My sister, yeah, my sister was uh, 13 years older than me, and she decided to take me with one of her older friends that could drive while my mom was resting. Yeah. And she was like, we're going to take Allie out for a drive, you know, just keep her for a little while. Mom, you have alone time. <laughs> Eight hours later, I come back with a crown on my head, and my mom's like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? We weren't going to put her in them. You know, my sister did them. She's like, we weren't going to do this again. And then, you know, got bit by the bug, and here I am today. There you go. <laughs> well, there's there's some po- uh, big-time positives for this kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. scholarships and things like that. Exactly. And, and, uh, and um, is your organization, you do some charity work or volunteer work and things like that? I do. Um, so I'm really big on our veterans, and mm-hmm. I do what I call um, basically warmth for heroes kind of thing, mm-hmm. where I collect socks, blankets, anything like that from people, um, just anything, and I keep them in my car. And if I see a veteran on the street, I'll give them something. Right. Um, if I and like little care bags, just anything to help them. Um, also, whenever I go to like little community centers, sometimes there's uh, veteran things there, and so I'll drop them off there. So and I'll let people know, hey, let anyone that comes in like get a blanket, get some socks during the winter time. I usually run it from um, like October through February. You know, the most cold months. Um, and then I also am really big into baking, and I like baking for the elderly and taking them cakes on their birthdays. You know, people who can't get out, um, nursing homes, things like that, I'll go there and just bring them a cake and say, you know, hey, happy birthday. I know you really couldn't get out, so that's what I like doing. Yeah, and that's very important, and, and, and hopefully that uh, you, by you doing that, you're spreading a little bit of the joy uh, to people. But uh, you know, they, they say socks are the most requested item in, exactly. in, in homeless shelters and different things like that. It and, is. And that's why I do that because, I mean, that can you can put them on your hands, keep them warm. Um, if people don't change them out, you know, they get really sick from it. So that's why I'm always big on, like, hey, socks, socks, socks. That's what they need. Um, so, you know, we do that. Um, my mom helps me out with it sometimes. And it's just anybody who wants to help out. I just ask anybody to donate, anybody to do, you know, even if you need to send money and I go pick up the blankets and I even show people I have a receipt, I'll do a video over it that I went and did that. So it's really cool. I enjoy it. It's really fun. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm giving back because a lot of people have given to me in my community. So I like giving back to the community itself. Well, that's outstanding. We love to support any kind of charity and stuff. So if somebody wanted to make donations to that, what, what can they do? So I have um, Facebook. It's Allie Grace Gilstrap. It's A-L-L-I hyphen G-R-A-C-E. Gilstrap is just like it sounds with one L. Um, so I have that, and I'll have my Instagram. It's Allie underscore Grace underscore 17. And I put my cash app out there, same as Allie Grace Gilstrap. Okay, right. um, and people can send stuff. Also, if you're around the local area, I usually say, hey, you can meet me at, like, the local community center. Right. You can meet me, you know, in, like, a grocery store parking lot if you want to donate blankets. Right. Um, that way I get them and I can take them where they need to go. So that's usually what I do. Um, and then I have people 
from pageant world that mm -hmm. are in different states and they'll send them over they'll ship them over to me so I can give them out or I'll just tell them hey take them to your local one so that way people in other states can get them and I just kind of like ask people to help out when I can't get there okay. um, I do work so it's kind of hard well, to do that right now you know <laughs> I work well, and I'm in school so well, it seems like you're pretty busy yeah <laughs> so I look no, very. That, that's really I, I, I thought most of the time that uh that, that folks that compete like you do do some pretty significant charity work uh, to use your platform is, is for a yes. good cause. And I definitely wanted you to be able to put that out there. Yes. And we will uh, we'll list those links to yes. your social media and so that people can contribute to that. Yeah. So when is your next competition? So in March, I'm competing for the Miss Tennessee USA. Um, that will be March 10th through 12th, I believe. And then... Um, I'm actually going to go just for some stage time to the Tennessee Valley Fair and okay. compete there in their Miss Division. Um, that'll be in September, September 10th. Okay. So I'm going to be there. Um, also, I have a link in my bio right now, um, both on Facebook and on Instagram. It's going to also be on my TikTok. Um, it's for Miss Stars and Stripes. So okay. what that is is an online competition where people vote for you. So I need all the votes I can get. Um, the grand prize is $25,000. You get tickets to PBR, you know, the biggest radio, rodeo yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I love rodeos. I'm a big country girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may be cleaned up now, but don't <laughs> mind me when I'm out there getting muddy riding a four-wheeler or something. There you go. <laughs> That's good stuff. So we'll ask the, uh, the Nerd Old Men podcast community to, uh, when we, we have these links up for this episode. Mm -hmm to go to her page and give her some votes for that because she's doing some good things in this community. Up, and up, if up you're here. able to donate and help support what she's doing, that would be yeah. greatly appreciated. I, I imagine a couple dollars here and there goes a long way. Can way. go a long way to, to provide. And this is a really good cause that, that she's doing for us. So good luck. Thank you. Good luck. And, you know, and I'm glad that the our, our buddy over at, uh, at the uh, – uh, publishing house brought you over here because yes. uh any chance we can to, to use our platform to help you or help anybody further their charitable thing is is something that we really enjoy yes. doing so, so good luck i hope you master on that yep they yep really appreciate them also for that. i just yeah. want to say um one of my big things is i have a, a motto of victor not victim yeah. i've been through a lot when i was younger i was sick um i'm stable right now i'm still battling a lot of health issues but you know i'm overcoming that that's not me that's yeah. not all i am so you know if i can go out here and do this and get on a stage in front of a bunch of people and you know get out there and just put myself out there i tell other people you can do it too no matter what you're going through what your you know problems are whether it's in your family whether it's your health whether it's you know just life in general getting you down just stay positive and try to stay out there and keep your head up because it all gets better and life's a roller coaster you have your ups and downs so it's going to happen but i always try to say the good outweighs the bad that is that's a good really message. good that's a really good message and good outlook yeah thank you for sharing that with yeah. us yeah yeah and good luck to you thank and hopefully you so uh, hopefully we can get you some i guarantee we're gonna get you some votes so i really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it thank we'll do it here in a minute just me and him but uh, when this right. airs in a couple of days we'll get you some votes all right thank so you so good much. luck and hope you enjoy the rest of the con yes Thanks. thank you Hey guys, we are here with Doug from Awesome Pillows, and he's going to tell us about his business that he's got. <laughs> Which is an awesome name. <laughs> that gets <laughs> it perfect, yeah. So what you got going on over there, Doug? Oh, man, so I've been doing it for about six years now. What I do is I've got different character pillows that I make. Um, everything from Ren and Stimpy from the 80s, Power Rangers, superheroes, Walking Dead, you know, anything I can really find on fabric that um, 
already comes pre-printed and everything. I can get it at Joann's in different places. I will take and cut it into a pillow that's about the size of a throw pillow okay. or a bed uh, or a couch or whatever. Kids love to take them when they travel and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And I sell those for about $10. Yeah. And then um, I've just recently revamped a little bit, and now I take and find images. Um, they call them SVGs. Okay. okay. Right. And I can cut them out in vinyl, and then I take the vinyl and press them onto the pillows and make some custom pillows that you can't find anywhere else right now. Wow. Nobody else is doing it that That's I know cool. of. So I've had everything here this weekend from, you know, the iconic monsters. Uh, some Victor Crowley pillows. I've had some Sleepaway Camp. Wow. Uh, Michael Myers. I got some Flash pillows. You know, I tried to generate it and fix it to where if somebody's here, I've got a pillow that will somehow tie into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can take, go over to them, talk to them, have fun with them. Sometimes they'll sign them. Yeah. Um, sometimes they come over and they want to get some too. That's awesome. So, you know, I'll work out something with them. Uh, that's a smart way to do it because yeah. if you know who's going to be at the show, you can kind of yeah. tailor your inventory exactly. to what, exactly. uh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and, I mean, it's even one of those things. If I don't have something with me here, somebody can mention it be like, hey, you know, I need a I need a pillow that's got Oreo on it or, you know, something like that. Or, you know, I, I love this cartoon when I was a kid. Can you find a picture of it and put it on there? And I'm usually I can find just about anything I need to put on one. Yeah. So I can even make them custom and then send them to people. All they have to do is reach out to me and let me know, you know, what they're looking for. That's awesome. I mean. So you got a, uh, do you have an online presence where people can. Uh, I'm actually on Facebook right now. Yeah, That's okay. about all I have. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. they really have to do is just look up Awesome Pillows. Awesome Pillows. Um, also right now, if they go onto the Smoky Mountain Fan Fest website, yes. I am the person that they talked about on there that made the pillows for the Super VIP packages. Okay. All so right. So we had about 77 of those. I think they're pretty much sold all of them. Nice. Um, so yeah, they've got me on there. Um, I'll be at Hazard Fest coming up. I'll have some pillows there. I've also worked with that show and did some pillows for them yeah. that they're going to be selling there. And I'm working on working with a couple other shows, too. That was my next question is where are you going to be next? So. Uh, my next one is next weekend. I will be at Fanboy Expo in Knoxville. Okay. And we will be we there, will be there, too. there. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. So I've got a restock between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> so this will air before that show, before this weekend at Fanboy Expo. So if you're interested in coming and seeing uh, awesome pillows in their inventory and seeing what they got available there, then find their booth at fanboy expo and until then follow the facebook and if somebody can't make fanboy expo or one of the other cons but they're interested in your products they can find them on facebook and contact yeah they can find them on facebook uh take pictures usually every time i get done making one i'll take a picture of it and i'll post it online yeah and if they want it they can reach out to me through my facebook page and just be like hey i really like you know whatever pillow it was uh if they're local like if they're in tennessee within 100 miles I'll, I'll meet you somewhere and bring it to you. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, awesome, yeah. If not, I can always ship it to you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that, that's pretty cool stuff. And everybody likes some sort of a, uh, a it's not, unusual is not a great term for it, but you can't really Sometimes find pillows. It's different. It's different. It's something different. Yeah, it's yeah. different because you can't, you know, especially if you can customize the stuff. Well, sometimes the people don't have things for your fan, or not a lot. You know, it's like yeah. hard to find. You know, you for your be, particular fandom, yeah. yeah. And so this is. This is a great way to hit that little niche yeah. market and yeah. be like, oh, I, can, and, I can make that for you. Yeah, and the other thing I like to do, too, is, you know, there's a lot of people that goes to shows, you know, like grandma, granddad, mom, dad get yeah. dragged to shows because their kids are really into the stuff at the shows. But, you know, they don't really care about it. 
Well, usually I try to also carry some novelty pillows that's got like motorcycles, cars, houses, yeah. fire trucks, you know. Yeah. I've had some EMT ones. I've had yeah. some police ones, fire yeah, yeah, ones, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if you come to a show and you're not necessarily, you know, into the conventions, but you're there with a family member. But like if you're a Harley Davidson yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, look, yeah. a Harley hey, pillow. there's a pillow with motorcycles all over yeah. there. Or, hey, oh, I'm a NASCAR fan, but I'm not really into like comics and stuff. Yeah. I've got NASCAR fabric too that I can, That's you know, cool. make into pillows. So, yeah. Because everybody's got like that one little area where they've got their yes. stuff or their collection. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's just something else. Yeah. I know my kids, you know, they'd, they'd be like, well, have you got one with monkeys on it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we got one little girl that's obsessed with monkeys. Uh, she had a ball yesterday because they had the monkeys here. Yeah. She would love something like, it's like, hey, man, can you can you put monkeys on one? Completely, yeah. 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 Uh, that's awesome, man. So everybody check out Awesome Pillows. And, again, if you're listening to this when it's released this year, 2022's Fanboy Expo, He'll be there with his booth. So, so come by and check, and check him out. And if you can't, make it, it, can't make it, go to Facebook. Awesome Pillows on Facebook and check his stuff out and order from there. Thanks, yep. man, for stopping by and talking to us. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys, you know how we love incredible cosplayers? Well, Mr. Brown. I mean, it's like we're sitting in the office. We're sitting in the office with Dwight. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I promise you, I literally, there was somebody who walked past our booth and went, Oh dear God! <laughs> and that's Dwight. And ran over there. and goes, "Oh, that's a really cool, it's a really cool cosplay." So from right here to there, I mean, they thought that you were the real deal. I, I actually had a, a few wrestlers, um, Tay and uh, Sammy, uh, at Steel City Con. I passed their booth going to mine and they came out of their booth and followed me over thinking I was Rain Wilson. So you <laughs> so really thought that you were Rain Wilson. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's got to be like one of the highest compliments as a cosplayer when you when you well, okay. convince people that you are that character. I mean, I've got one better than that. I used to be Daryl Dixon. I, I did that for three or four years and um, when I was up at Motor City Con in Detroit, uh, Eugene, um, Josh McDermott. Yes. He, he was there. And I just walked around in plain clothes the first day. I, I, one of the rare times I didn't cosplay, but my, I had my hair growing out and all that. And he said that he saw me that day and turned to his agent and asked, "Isn't Nor- Norman's not supposed to be here this week? Is he really he? thought you were Norman. He really, he, and he works with the guy. So. Yeah. Now that's really cool. That, that's cool. That had to be fun, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you stopped by the table and, and when you were in cosplay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's seen me a few times. So what, what, cool. what got you into cosplaying? Was it just the love of the characters or just dressing up and um, having fun? I mean, I've, I've, I've always done a little bit of cosplay. I've, I've been a big Star Trek fan pretty much all my life. Uh, my dad got, in the, got me into it when I was back in middle school, maybe 10 years old, and I started taking me to conventions, and actually the first cosplay I ever did was uh, 10 years old. I, I was Captain Kirk. And oh, that's I, awesome. Yeah, I, I got I got to meet Scotty, James Dillon. And, oh, did you? Yeah, that, that was huge experience. Oh, that's legendary yeah. there, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was something. Um, the, and, and honestly, that's, that's probably one of the best con experiences of my life. I've been to over 100, but um, shoot, that one, I, I got to talk, talk with him at the panel. Um, they had me Hold up items during the auction, gave me a bunch of free stuff, and oh, then that's, that's so then when cool. Then we, we, we went to get our photo with him afterwards. Uh, the, my dad's camera broke, so I, I stood there with like 
for like 10 minutes just talking with Scotty. Oh, man. Yeah, it was great. That's really but cool. But that's that life thing that, I mean, that's the rest of your that's life. That's a core cool memory right that there, story. Yes, yeah. It yeah. yes, it is. So what made you go go with Dwight this time? Um, so back in you know, 2019, before the pandemic, I I got an invite from a friend near Chicago to you know, go up to a convention, and I didn't really have any cosplay plan. I was just going to go for the days myself, but he was he was going to something, so um, he said, I, you know, I've got an old Dwight cosplay, why don't you throw it on? You know, it's just for shirt and stuff, so I just cut my bangs a little bit and curled them inward and threw that stuff on, and... I got such a big response to it that day. I decided oh, that's that's my next cosplay. Like, ah, 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 I found something. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So you do, you, you sit at Boost the Cons now and, and take and, yeah. and do some photos of Dwight and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have this whole desk set up. Uh, I thought like, that was amazing. I love I was, the desk. Yeah. I was like, wow, he yeah. is like all in. He's like, he's not sitting at a table with a picture. He's got the entire setup. It's yeah. not. It's not a hundred percent screen accurate yet. But yeah, piece by piece, I'm swapping it out and, and making it, you know, absolutely. Have you got like a stapler it. in Jello or a meatball or something? You like. know, <laughs> I know how I, I, I've experimented and, and I know how to do the stapler in Jello, but the problem is the gelatin melts. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, I'm, I'm working with someone who's going to help me with epoxy resin. There you and, go. And I started to say, you, yeah, yeah, that word's permanent. That would be hilarious because yeah. just I could see you just sitting at a con every once in a while and just open your drawer. Dang it, Jim! <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it down and people losing their mind. Actually, Stanley was supposed to be at Steel City Con, and uh, before I got this desk, I actually had a, a full metal one, and the top drawer I had. Just stuff with meatballs for if he, if he came by, I could just pull <laughs> it out with him. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And, and one thing I like um, about your cosplay and stuff is that it it's an it's an unusual cosplay. From a from a TV show and non superhero things, yeah, I, I, mean, I just yeah. think that's super cool, you know, man. It's from a comedy show, Batman which is very unusual around here. And, yeah. Yeah. and I didn't really know if it was going to land for that reason, yeah. But it really did. Well, and I think that may be part of one because you pull off the part very well, and and two, it, it is something different. It is it is something, di- and it's universal. Even if you don't watch The Office, you know who is. You know who Dwight is. Yeah, one hundred percent. So it's cool. Uh, do you run like a, uh, a circuit of cons? You just pick stuff that you um, got to go to? Steel, or? Steel City Con in Pittsburgh. I, I do that three times a year, all yep. their cons. Um, this was actually, I, I kind of blew up in December. Someone put me on TikTok, and and I, I got all of my response to that. That's when the guy here at Smoky Mountain uh, sent me an invite, and this is actually my first invite to a con. Nice. But uh, actually, earlier this morning, the uh, the people running Hazard Con came up and nice. said they're, they're going to offer me a free spot, hotel, everything to be there. Man, that's wow. awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. that's got to be cool. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be cool, yeah, man. You, I, yeah. you've, tur- you've turned a hobby and something that you have fun with. Well, not, not only and that. It gives you something else to do. That's cool. Yeah, I, and the, 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 you know, I make back my money when I spend on merchandise and all that. But after after I make my money back and pay my expenses, I give the rest of the money to uh, my animal shelter and, and animal charities and That's you know, awesome. help them out. Because I, I have three cats at home. I love animals. Yeah. So what, what charities? What, what's the charity? Uh, Belmont County Animal Shelter and okay. uh, Catstration, uh, which is run by a lady in my area. Um, you know, she doesn't really do it for profit. She takes in strays, gets them fixed, gets them their shots. And they have a $50 adoption to be. I'm, That's I'm, fantastic. I'm sure wow. And, and where is this now? Uh, St. Clairsville, Ohio. Is okay. Where I live. Okay. Yeah, All right. In Belmont County. Okay. So if, if anybody.
anybody wants to support those charities on behalf of of our man here who is his Dwight. I, 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 mean, I, I, I want to call him Dwight because I'm sitting here looking at him I'm like, holy crap, it, it, you, you've got it down. You've got the look down so yes. good. So, so remember Ryan Brown as Dwight. And if you're going to be at Hazard Con, he says he's probably going to be there for that. Um, and so that's awesome. And, and anywhere you see, I mean, he, he's probably the premier guy doing this this character. So be sure to check that out yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, you, you can find me on Instagram at uh, D-Man Cosplay. That's what I was about to ask. Say that again. Uh, D-Man Cosplay. D-Man Cosplay. Yeah, D is in dog, man, cosplay, all one word. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks, man, for, uh, for, for talking with us. And I'm glad that you plug the charities, too, because we love that. Absolutely. We love that. So know that if you come and you and you and – you, get a photo with him or something like that at a con know that that money is going to a, a charity Always so that that is cost. wicked awesome yes yeah. that's really cool so thank you buddy for stopping by and good thanks luck to you me. and hope to see you at a con sometime soon hey you too hey, yeah thanks for having me this is fun all right thanks <laughs> awesome so guys we are wrapping up here at uh smoky mountain fan fest yeah it's almost closing time there's still people running around all over the place we've which is a, pretty cool we've had a good day though i mean it's been busy i think we've got a fantastic show uh, we really do some surprise uh some surprise interviews that literally just plopped down in the chair with us. Yeah, literally just uh, fell in our lap. Yeah, uh, got, got fantastic artists and artisans, which we say that all the time, and we but really, I mean, we people, really like that. Some a lot, really man. talented people that made some really neat things. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it wasn't you know couldn't find merch for their particular fandom. They made it. I, I love that. Well, what's been awesome is is when we do these cons or anything really, but we we get the authors. And the artists and stuff like that, right? But then, like, all of a sudden, we come here and we hit. We have, to me, to us, a podcast legend. Oh, absolutely! And television, uh, a, a nerd television icon kind of guy. To me, anyway, Ming Chen, and he comes back again today and plops down, talks to us again, right? Yeah. So that was out of the blue. I mean, that, that's just out of the blue. well, when he comes in, because I got a question. Then for we you. got, then we got like a, a, a you know, Marge. Who is huge on TikTok has tons and tons and of she followers. Was so much, I mean, yeah, and she up. came over here with her with her daughter and had a blast. And they were such nice, sweet, uh, down to earth people, and they were hilarious. Yeah, and it was just cool to. to well, I mean, we those were to those were those were avenues we haven't done before. Oh yeah, but I mean, you know, we, we've got to have our cosplayers on because that's that's where I cut my teeth, you know. And and there's been some amazing professionals, talented people here. Um, yes. Yeah, it's just it's been good you know we it's got been to hang out with some good. of our friends uh, so. talk, talk and shop and, and just generally enjoying the con yeah so gotta folk, give a shout so out to, uh, to the guys here at, at Smoky Mountain Fantasy they did they've yeah, done they a wonderful a great, job they did a great seems job seems like everybody's had a good time yeah they did a really good job uh, thanks to the, the staff uh, here at the convention center and speaking of if you uh, if you saw us here, if you met us here, if you're one of the fans who came down and talked to us here, or if you weren't able to make it and you're listening um, to this after the fact, do us a favor. Reach out to, to Smoky Mountain Fan Fest and say, hey, the Nerdy Old Men, are, they're pretty cool. Uh, you can invite them back because we'd like to come back. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a blast. We've had a good time. Yeah, so you know, let's that's the kind of stuff. If you want to see us at any kind of conventions locally and things like that, reach out to the promoters and say, "Hey, these guys are pretty cool. You know, go talk to them." Which we luckily for us, we haven't had really a, a shortage of that. We've been invited to a bunch of stuff. So, so we are super grateful ex- for that. We are very, very excited, very grateful for that. So you know, I I I can't say much else about it. It's been really cool. Um, you know, small con, but it's not really 
that small? It doesn't have a small feel. It doesn't have a small it. feel. I mean, they ton, I mean, the the celebrity guests wrap all the way around this big convention area here. I mean, they're right all the way around. Very interactive. They've been walking back and forth, speaking to people. It's been a really, really, really cool time. So, you know, I mean, it, we're just we're excited. We got more things coming up. So, uh, you know, keep listening and, and spreading the word about us. Like, and, share, uh, subscribe. All that good, you know, stuff that I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm more out. tired. I'm more out. To... I'm going to finish my energy drink and let's go home. So, <laughs> until next time, this is Chad with Wes. Ye. This week's episode is brought to you by Smoky Mountain Collector Showcase. If you're looking to start collecting your favorite product, or maybe rekindle your love of collecting that you had as a kid, maybe you're looking for that one special item to complete your collection, come to the Smoky Mountain Collector Showcase and look no further. Give them a follow on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for all the show information, and they hope to see you there. Fall Showcase is October 1st, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. in beautiful Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And now, a sample of Lee Ellis's God Blood. He came up for Rogot's belly. He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth, then slammed him into a tree. Through the tree, and out the other side, and into the dirt. Splinters fell all around, and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down twenty paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving and punching, god blood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear.